Sketchomatic Show podcast. Oh my God. Back again. Always thrilling to be here with you. Ah. I appreciate your company and your business right here with me on this brand new fresh episode. Nine. I am your host. Sketch Omatic. That would be accurate. Wow. And before we get into today's special guest podcast, I want to take a moment to properly thank you for checking out the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Thank you! There are many choices in podcasts to choose from these days. You can suffer from choice paralysis since there is now over 2,500,000 podcasts and counting last time I checked. I'm pretty certain it's up to 3 million now. Out of all those podcasts, you chose this one. Thank you! Let's get into this week's brand new podcast where my special guest this week shares quite a bit about his rise to radio, the other possible career paths he might have gone down if radio didn't call him back because he had traveled through many roads trying to break into radio and getting the rug pulled out from underneath him on several occasions, almost to the point where, well, maybe it's time to get a regular job. But a miracle happened. I'll let him explain it. Without further ado, episode nine. Let's dive in. Oh my god! Sketch your special guest from Real 92.3, Chuck Dizzle. That's right, what the TikTok lady said right there. You heard her. Yes. This is going to be a throwback <laughs> and a. A whole different type of podcast episode because I got radio history, wow. friendship history, yes. family history. Yes. Chuck Dizzle Yo, of Real 92.3. It's so wild, Sketch, that, that yes. you're in here right now. It's a dimly lit studio. Yes. This really reminds me of one of the first times that we've had an encounter. If you, I don't know if you remember. Oh, I vividly remember. <laughs> Absolutely. Beat. Yes, right? 100.3 The Beat, the good old days of The Beat. Yo, so people know Sketch is this, well, it depends on when you know Sketch or how you yeah. know Sketch. Yeah. Such a loving guy. Uh, such, a, such a great individual. Thank you. My, Sometimes. My <laughs> first interaction with Sketch. Is this the bad one? Oh, oh my God. It was. I, okay, you go ahead and say it because I want to use this this forum yeah. to podcast publicly <laughs> apologize to you profusely. I, love I was it waiting for this. Go ahead. I go love ahead. It the though, first so. time you, we met was me railing at you so Go ahead. I, I was doing overnights over at at 100.3 the beat now this is my first on-air gig i'm nervous as shit um um, um this is super late night and i guess there was one major promotion that was going yeah, on with the beat. and you'll was. give me the backstory because I, I you can kind of like paint the picture for me but sure. i just remember there was a commercial that had to be ran 
and you were working on this thing all yeah, day. I'd stay there late night. I'm on overnights, <laughs> and and for whatever reason, I'm still I'm still wet behind the ears with the whole radio thing and getting in and, and out of breaks on time or whatever. But you had worked. I just remember you working on this 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 promo for right. so long. Yeah. And I think at midnight or at one, whenever the stop set was, right. it, it was, was supposed, supposed to, to start, hit, right. and it was going to be the first. Let's just imagine. Right now, for the people that are in Los Angeles, Big Boy's bankroll, right? right, right. One of the major promotions for the station. Right. It's hitting at this time, and it's the first time it's being announced. And it go, I go to play it, and for whatever reason, I think I had some of the pods, the levels up for all the right. other songs and all the other commercials. So your hard I've done work. It. I've done it. Everything's playing yeah. over your commercials. It's a freaking train wreck. I, it's like shoes in the dryer, but I know. And I went off the deep end. I came in all hot and heavy. Motherfucker, uh, what the fuck is going on? Do you know what the fuck? I'm like, did we had never met I, before? Never, or did we briefly we, meet at we, least? We, like, because you worked we, in promotions. Yeah, before so we've that, yeah. met. We, I mean, we've right, seen each other, right. and you were like 18 or whatever. I was, at the time. I was 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nine, I was like 24, 25. Right. I think. Well, maybe I was a little bit old. Anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway we I'm were young. We were young men. Green to radio. Yeah, very. So I. <laughs> realize all I had to do was just pod one thing down. Yeah. Just but one. I didn't help the situation at oh, all. Oh, panic central. It was fucking unacceptable. Yo. I look back in retrospect, Chuck Dizzle, <laughs> and I... Now, you have to also understand, uh, lest anyone think I am still the same, mm-hmm. I am not. I've evolved no, no, into this so 44-year-old uh, human being that sits before you, Chuck Dizzle, and I would like to formally, publicly Man. apologize to you for that, that outburst, because let's face it, Nobody cares. Like yeah, right. when it ran, yeah, some people may have heard it, but like I explained to uh, EJ, I explained to me and Stryker had this conversation. I explained to other uh, talent that's been on the podcast. Uh-huh. Nobody at the end, when everything's said and done, nobody cares. It's a mistake and it's human error. And I hear it all the time on other radio stations on, on Howard Stern. Yeah, I hear happens. people mess up. And then I think back, I get so upset about it. And I'm the only one that cares, oh, yeah. you know, and I apologize no, 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 to you, man. I, I really why, do. I'm the sorry. reason why was, it was, such, to me, it's one of the funniest stories that I've, I've dealt with in radio because, yeah. you know, you, and, and to your credit, you did apologize at the time. After, yeah. even, after about a good 15, 20 minutes, yeah, you went I had to the studio. Down. I Kanye'd out on you. Yeah, you was like, <laughs> Bro, I'm just sorry. I just, you know, I'm under yeah. pressure. I had to uh, get this thing. And at, I was probably hung over, man, to be honest. But like, it, it was, that was funny yeah. because that was one of the first, first interactions that we Not had. Not a pleasant one for, no. for, for you on, for me, it was pleasant always to meet somebody new in the game, yeah. especially you, Chuck, because I do admire who you've become. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, I, oh. you know, we've, we've separated like we went our own career paths, right. you know, the beat ended. Right, I right. went back to power. You ventured on, you are now a father. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Like you, you've come such a long way and yeah. we haven't actually had a chance to reconnect and sit down and, and, you know, converse right. no, about absolutely. all these different, uh, variables that went into play that brought us to this very point in time yeah, right now on this man. podcast. Yeah. So it's such a pleasure to sit here oh, with you. Oh, and I really appreciate you being so understanding. Because let's, let's face it, even at that age, you could have knocked me the fuck out. Yeah. And and I, I'm, I appreciate I'm not, you. Not saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, could. We could have gone there. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Because it was wrong for me to do that. And, I, and you're not the only one. I remember I would blow up on other people. And I look back and I think, man, you know, I've never went to AA or any of that stuff, but I've tried to apologize formally to people that I that I did wrong or I that I that I outbursted. Got What's you, the yeah. proper term um, that I just blew up at? Got you. Really, for something that's petty. Now, granted, being on air, you know, doing on air mistakes, you know, people get upset. That's how radio people are. But 
some of them are. Me, in particular, I was just such a perfectionist. I think it's my Mexican and my Italian heritage built in. Everything's like a fucking opera, dramatic soap opera, yeah, telenovela. See, what's, what's funny is that I in the, the red light, for those that know, when you get the red light, that means something happens, right? The red light didn't go off. Right. The, the, the boss didn't call. It was overnight. And if it did, I would have been the one that got in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know but saying? you know, overall, it didn't matter because the promotion went off without a hitch. I remember it was great. And but what it showed we me, had a what, great time. What it showed me though honestly is that you're one of the guys that you take this shit serious Mate, too you're seriously a, you're a radio baby just like yeah, me i was yeah. telling you just a second ago like yeah. i love i love the essence of yeah. putting the headphones on you mm-hmm. know some people, it's it's different now podcasting has changed kind of the rules of certain things right. and you don't necessarily have to but i love this i yeah. love you lo- you're a radio guy yeah and that's what i want to segue into okay so Again, I formally apologize to you in the Love. podcast okay. universe. It's, it's out there. For, for all 10 people listening there to this podcast. <laughs> nah, but, you know, there, I, I do love you, Chuck. You're I a great too, guy, man. man. You're you're one of my, you're a true, real guy. And, and for those of you who aren't familiar with Chuck Dizzle, and I don't know how you're not, but Chuck Dizzle is um, one of the better talent voiceover DJs that I truly admire. Like man. even Tony Sanchez and I, wow. we, we'd converse about this when you'd read stuff. It's like you have such a welcoming, pleasant uh, dialect. Wow, it's it's hard to explain. Yeah. And you've always had it. You you sound the same as you did back then. Yeah. Obviously, you sound a little older because you're a grown man. Right, but right. you know, you had that that very EJ has the same thing. Mm, cuts through. It's just something where, and I'm a big, big fan of voice. Yeah. Like people's voices really get me, and that's why it yeah. means a lot because yeah. you take you, you're passionate about this, and, you love, and for for you to even give me that cosign, even from then, like yeah. that cosign, and, and we'll talk about the other things as well that you've yeah. had me on. Like, oh yeah, even people you know, that yeah, for yeah, me yeah. is 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 a big thing because yeah. it's like those are the cosigns that matter. The yeah. people that that love the the technical aspects of radio and the voice and the sonics. It's like. Oh, you you enjoy it? Cool. I'm, if nobody else gets it, at least our our subdivision of people like I'm pleasing you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, if that you makes definitely any sense, are. So. No, you, and you're you're cutting through the uh, the because mil- let's face it, the podcast I have is different from other podcasts uh-huh. that are out there, and there's over two million and counting podcasts, Sheesh. and this is just one of those many tiny droplets. Yeah. Can you still say droplets after COVID? You, you just said it. Whatever. <laughs> There goes a drop. I'm going to add some more droplets in there. I'm going to insert some stuff. But this podcast is different. And and to to build on your point, mm. uh, the the form is completely. But I like the fact that we're here now in this in this uh, relaxed forum mm-hmm. and the way we can communicate now as grown adults. Yeah. Uh, I, I really appreciate being able to do that and having access to talent such as yourself uh-huh. and a relationship exactly. with that's important too. you know, because we do have a relationship mm-hmm. and also let me just quickly rewind just to what I was saying earlier about it. I was like, if you do it, you're into the party favors. I get it. I was there, but right. just keep in mind that those hangovers are gnarly as fuck. Man. And, and that's what made me do the outbreak. I think that we're, I'm not saying it's all that, right. but it definitely is a variable that, that plays into, into being it. irritable. Mm-hmm. And when you're irritable and you're under pressure, it's not a good mix. Yeah. It's I can handle it now more than ever because I'm sober Sally now. Right, right. I still Same. smoke weed and stuff. I know that you gave up weed, which congratulations. I on. didn't give up weed. Oh, you I didn't? Up, uh, drink. Drink. I don't, I don't drink. Oh, I thought yeah. you stopped smoking weed for a while. <laughs> nah, you didn't. Okay, thank I, I, God. I never, I never smoked weed to be like, oh. anyway, I wasn't, I was never a weed head. I never like really smoked like that. I do it every, every once in every oh, Right, moon, like, right, right, right. Drinking. Right. When did you decide to give that up? I've had several moments where it was like, hey, you should probably kick that. You should probably kick that. Um, I'm talking about like, I mean, 
we can we can get real deep, but I, I'll go to the, the the moment where I said, okay, I'm stopping. Is DJ Ed, my partner, homegrown radio. I've known him for 15 years and change, right? Shout out to Ed. Yeah, he he actually pulled up on me one day. Oh, yeah. And this was after a night of me partying, going to a, an event, and coming back to the station uh, drunk. Ah. Uh, now, when I, say, when I say drunk, I'm yeah. not like... No, no, but, but you're you're inebriated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and, done that many times. And I'm on air with this, and I'm yeah. I'm thinking, oh, this is typical me being loose, right? Having fun. The drink does something to me when 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 I do interviews. For me, these are the excuses that I'm giving myself. It lo- right. helps loosen me up, it lowers inhibitions. Exactly, yeah, all of these things. It's like DJing, like exactly. while while and it's like alcohol and DJing on the turntables. Right. Like, hey, I know head sober, but yeah. DJing to get they go hand in hand. But DJing on air. And, or being on air mm-hmm. and drinking can be very, uh, it could be a double-edged sword. It can be just the best like with thing DJing or the on turns. Yeah, exactly. you could really mess yourself up, or you could be like on point. Now, let me just be clear: I wasn't drinking while on air. Right. I, I, I left the party left previously. Yeah, right, right. so I got to the station thinking right. that okay, it's kind of wore off. I'm still, you know, having the effects of it, but whatever. In my mind, I sound just like I'm sounding right now. You know, were you slurring? That's ah. the thing. I don't remember that. Mm. Head stopped me in a, like a couple of breaks. He's like, yo, hey, man, like I'm like and head is real technical too. like yeah, yeah. he's the guy that me again, being a radio person. I love listening to the music in my headphones. Yeah, he hates that shit he, as a DJ. So it's like, oh, yeah, he DJs back. without headphones. Yeah, he, right, he right. You know, he does. Oh. But it's like when we're in studio, right. he doesn't like the songs to be on and us like talking about our breaks or anything like I see. So that's just him. Sonically, he's that person. Right, let's have complete silence right, right. while we're talking. Focus. We don't need to have music while we're talking. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I like to have the music on. Yeah, you like to, feel it. I like to feel mm-hmm. it. I like to feel it. Um, in context with the music exactly I mean, right, right, right. so he's he's trying to tell me in that moment like hey man you're not on right. point you're not on point but I'm like man you're just being you okay whatever the next day he pulls up to me he comes to my house from he's he stays in the valley and he comes back to Carson pulls up on me unannounced and he's like yo man what's the deal I'm like, what are you talking about he's like I tried to tell you last night like yo you kind of you wasn't on point right I can pull the tape if you want but you were slurring this is this that and the third and I'm like oh damn my bad he's like no bro like for real like this is concerning this is concerning mm. mind you we've did homegrown radio out of my apartment I've drank that whole time and I've I've seen him concerned and mention it because he's always been sober but this was a little different right so his tone and his his energy was like and he even said he said look <laughs> I get it. I understand, but I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I can't protect you anymore. Mm-hmm. If what if what if our boss walked in? What if something happened and and it comes back on us? I can't take up for you. Right. He's like, now you're putting us in a position where we work so hard to get where we're where we're at right now. You know, building homegrown, me being radio, him getting his first radio gig with Real ninety two three, like all of these things. He's like, you don't want to lose this because of that. He's like, and and if you do. I just can't. I gotta wipe my hands of it. Right. He can't be co down with you, and he could probably. I don't. I wonder. Did Head mention that he had covered for you, or did anything come up where he had to like kind of you know? I don't oh, think. No, no. I don't think. And, and and that's a that's a that's a conversation with him that mm, you would okay. probably have to have. Yeah. To my knowledge, I don't think so. But for him, I don't think he even. He didn't want it to go there. He didn't want to even get right, there. Right. 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 That, that's a raising an alarm. It's like yeah. DefCon Five because He's DefCon like, One is the worst. But he's like, hey, sirens over here. We've got to be careful. And yeah, Vic one was the same with me. Mm. Yeah, Vic was very, I like to 
refer to Vic One's character as very shrewd and not in a bad way, but all. shrewd is a good thing. Amazing. He's very, an excellent judge of character yeah. and situations, how to respond, don't react. Right. You know, like, I wish I had Vic One back in the day before I, I, I lashed out in the studio. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. Because then, he would have been like, Sketch, what are you doing? just take it easy. It's his first time. Mm. You fucked up many. You want me to count how many times right, you fucked up? Right, like right. while I was DJing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he mm. could have done that and I would have instantly, and he's younger than me, but right. yeah, he's like my older brother. Right. You know, right. he's got this old soul. I love him, man. Um, but no, that was the moment for me where I was like, okay, you got to make a change. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I've stopped drinking, you know, for, for a month, six years. Months. Couple of nothing. I'm talking about before this. I've, uh, I've put it put right, right. You've taken breaks, times, but this is the time I was like, okay, it's official. It's official. I got to stop, and I didn't even have a date on how long I was going to do it. I just said, all right, we're just going to put it down mm-hmm. and go from there. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I made a list. I'm like, look, these are the things that I have to lose, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm, career wise, you know, just got a real ninety two three. We had been in real for about a year, right? Now I want to get into how you got to real with the, with Doc Winter. Yeah, man. like I want to talk about the, your life. Post 100.3, after that change, yeah. what did you do after that? So 100.3, the beat, uh, obviously changed formats. And, and like I went from overnight. This is 2006. Yeah. So I, I'd gotten on overnight. Just got you just, just gotten, gotten on. It was like maybe a month. Oh. And then everything flipped. Yeah. Maybe two months. And then everything flipped. But you were just fresh. You were ready so to go. ready, man. And you so were 19, ready. 20 years yeah, old, about to do overnight. So ready. Oh my so God. ready at this point, right? So then... um. They okay, so after they they end up still they were I forgot what was what was the name of the it was like V one hundred there we go it turned into V one hundred oh yeah and then the sound was so I left before the sound yeah it was V one hundred yeah and I pretty much was asking them like yo can I still be a jock like I don't care right what format change my name right what do you want me to I'll be Charles Dizzle what do you want me to go I'll be I'll be something different I won't be Chuck Dizzle I'll just be somebody else Um, they weren't having it and so at that point I just um, I quit. Right, but my my two weeks notice. And you're only you were very young though. Yeah, how, so, can you say how old you are now? Or do you, uh, no, no, uh, I'm, okay. I'm 39 now. Oh, wow. So at that time, God. I had to be. I was 20. Sorry, because I just graduated from college. I was 22, 23. There we go. Wow. Yeah. So I was I was that young, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So to to make a long ass story short, I sent my resume out to so many different stations, tried to get on. Things weren't working out. Nobody was responding to my shit. So I was like, okay, had to deal with that. Mm. Um. K Day comes about. Right? Yes. Uh, I had a friend who I went to Long Beach State with who actually became the promotion director over there. She was like, hey, I know you do radio. Like, I just, hey, promotions is your thing. Would you want to? I was like, hell yeah, let me get in. Right. Got in, worked my way up to become an on-air over there. And then they collapsed. What Now, was so, this the first round of K-Day? This is the second round. Okay. This is when it was 93.5, the beat. FM and then it turned into K Day after. Right, that. it was a weird ninety three five K Day, but there was yeah, I remember. Okay, God, that it was, was a weird. That time. was a bizarre time in radio for sure. Oddly enough, go ahead. This is the last time that I saw Theo because mm. Theo was the program director at the time. Oh my! At God. the at K Day, the BFM. Yeah, and he was doing. He he made his rounds to one of the events that I went to. This is before I got on air over there. And I was doing promotions and he saw me at, at this, I think it was a church. I forgot what church it was. He stopped by and I'm saying all this to say he literally f- faded off. Like just. He was done off. with radio. He he was done with radio, but I'm talking about like literally he came to the event. Hey, nice to see you. Okay, good job. Okay, I'm out of here. And that was the last time I saw him. And that was the last he time. He never I, even said goodbye. I'm out. And that was it. Wow. He was done that's such a that. Batman move. Hell yeah. 92.3. What's up, Theo? Chris. What's up? What you doing? Then watch TV. And? Kicking back, talking to my homie Matt. 
listening to 92.3 B. Jesus. But anyway, so. Right, right, right. K-Day ends up flipping formats and they, they go from the beat FM to they're going back to classic hip hop. They took all the jocks. Oh off. yeah. I remember they did old uh, from today and back in the day. It was right? a weird, like I yeah. said, it was a weird time. Yeah. So they, they rebranded to what they are back again today. Right. It was classic hip hop. No jocks though. So I was stuck doing board out work over there. Um, and but you were that, still in the game. I was still in the game. Yeah. And, and around this time, this is when we started doing homegrown from Long Beach state. Cause mind you, I graduated in 2005, but I still had a key card at the, the, the station at, um, at, at Long Beach State. Ah, so the radio still, station. Yeah, I was right, still right, right. doing college radio, but I, I'd hacked the site so that it went directly to homegrownradio.net. Look at you, pirating. But, yeah, exactly. I love it. Make it I, happen. Yeah, it I did a pirate out. station too. Make yeah. it work out. So <laughs> when, when K-Day fell through, uh-huh. I ended up getting let go over there. I full, went full-fledged with Homegrown. So, now, Homegrown and you and DJ Head. Uh-huh. How did you and DJ Head meet? So me and him met through a mutual friend. Rest in peace, my boy Smarts. He saw what, okay. what Head was doing over at Cerritos College and what I was doing at Long Beach State. He's like, look, you guys kind of do the similar shit. You guys need to know each I other. I see. Just one I, of those. I knew who he was. He knew who I was. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you guys need to actually meet. We met and I was like, yo, I'm going to be taking this thing out of here soon. I got to be out of Long Beach State pretty soon. Let's link up. You're you, you're doing the DJ. That was when he just started doing the DJ. I knew him as like a personality before. So he just started DJ. I'm like, look, if you can just come to my house, I'm going to bring this shit to, from, from Long Beach State to my house. If you can just DJ, I can focus on the interviews and the talking. And then from there, he pulled up one week and we've just been inseparable ever since, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys are good, perfect balance. Yin and yang, right. for sure. So to, to get to my point on all this, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I've had my stints in radio. I worked at 100.3 The Beat at this point, and I yep. worked at K-Day. I was good with just building homegrown, and to this day, I'm still that way. It's like, I've had my, I've scratched that itch. I'm good. This can is at can we dive a little bit into homegrown really yeah, quick yeah, about, sure. about what is, now, homegrown is obviously, obviously because of the weed, right? Weed, homegrown, oh, or no? No. Is that, it's, but it's a play on the it's name, a play right? On it's a play name. on, it doesn't mean homegrown weed, but it's mean homegrown within LA. Exactly. Right? And, 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 and why homegrown though? Because it's, it's those that are on the come up. The real gotcha. story behind it though is that, uh, before radio, even though I had a love for radio, I was doing production also, like right. making beats, right? Yeah. And, the studio that I had or the production company that I had was Homegrown Studio Sounds. Now, really quick, again, I'm sorry. No, no, I just no, no. so much to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to unpack. Yeah, yeah. Um, Homegrown is a podcast. It's a podcast now. Now. Right. Now, mm-hmm. this is pre-podcasting. Yes. Now, podcasting was starting to come out, but nobody really knew what it was. Ironically, there, we, yeah. were, we had our shows on iTunes and Apple right. before it yeah. was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember Vice, DJ Vice yeah. used to do that, He would, but it was music-related. Yeah. Yours is music-related yeah, as yes. well, but talk, it was like a radio show. Yeah, so, I mean, Homegrown really started right. because, I again, my days at the beat, my days at K-Day, right. I saw all these artists that wanted to get their, their songs on the radio and they couldn't, so I'm like, right. well, look, let's just start I this have, thing. I have the ability to do it with my own platform. Right. Let's make it happen. And so. you were, so you're de- essentially, you're one of the first hip hop podcasters in LA that I know of, to be honest, because if you take it way back then and you were putting yes. stuff up on iTunes, technically, yes. you know, then yeah, you that's would, a good way of putting it. If I you never, think I about it in retrospect, yeah. the only other podcast in that sense, I would say would be, and I, I got a lot of, um, you know, game from my girl, Debbie Dev. Mm. They had a, um, a, a thing called zombie radio at the time. Mm. And they were, they were highlighting a lot of the same artists, J rocks, Kendrick's, Jim Glasses, Malone, a lot of the artists wow. that were coming out of LA and we were all highlighting them around the same And they were doing time. the same thing on iTunes. Now, I don't know if theirs was on, mm. on iTunes, but I, but again, that yeah. they were the other, another platform yeah, yeah, that yeah. was kind of doing something right. similar, um, in that same, same vein. Um, uh, but 
just to kind of circle back on it like that, that's where the whole homegrown brand started from is like providing a platform for artists, especially here in L.A., to be heard, you mm-hmm. know, because the radio is not going to play you at the time. Right. right? No, of course not. It's um, impossible to get in on the radio. And, even now. Exactly. <laughs> and people don't understand that side of it. So for me, that was my foot in, foot out. So yeah. I, I I love the fact that I had that opportunity, those opportunities to work for radio. And this and I, is back in two. Let's just remind yeah, the yeah. person listening around this. What year is this when this starts to pop off with homegrown? 2000. Let me see. In Long Beach State, homegrown was 2007. Yeah. Wow. See, you know who Adam Curry is? No, I don't. He's uh, what Joe Rogan and uh, many others refer to as the pod father, mm-hmm. the original mm-hmm. podcaster okay. in this country, wow, at least. Wow. I know there was another guy that I Googled and found out in Great Britain or in the UK that really? he was one of the first journalists to podcast. But to make a podcast a real thing, yeah. that was Adam Curry. Really? That's wow. what that's. He's like, so all hail Adam to Curry, the pod father. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But to seriously think about this, though, in your sense, in your field mm-hmm. of hip hop, radio, urban radio. Yeah. All that stuff, all the variables of working at 100 point through the beat, K-Day, mm-hmm. and being so young, yeah, man. I mean, you really pioneered something it, and, and it evolved into what it is today. It's wild to hear it, but uh, a lot of people now, even going back, people tell me like, Yo, I, I just remember the early days or I remember they had, there's different pinpoints where people have listened to, you know, what my journey through homegrown. It's like, you have the people from Long Beach State, mm-hmm. then you have the people that listen from women in the apartment, then you have people that listen from, uh, you know, obviously here, Real 92.3. Yeah. So what happened was, Head, throughout this whole time, Head had never really worked for radio. He, he'd always wanted to work for radio, so when there was news that Big Boy was leaving power... Oh yeah, so now let's... We're yeah, gonna, so we're we're gonna fast, fast forward, and I'm gonna insert exactly. the fast forward sound effect, right? And then exactly. we're... Now, Homegrown's a thing. Uh-huh. You... Are hearing word of which sent shockwaves through the Everywhere. radio realm. Everybody saw Big the boy picture. leaving. No, everybody Make- saw the picture that Big Boy posted right. with his kids that one day, and we were and, and everybody was like, "Why the fuck is Big Boy not on air right now?" Right? Oh yeah, that was another thing. That was the one yeah. thing. But th- th- the that funny was part a about this red sign. <laughs> yeah, it was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then when when news came about that you know he was on Real ninety two three and it's this new station. Yeah, head was like, "There's no way." that there's going to be a station out here in LA and I'm not going to be a part of it. Wow. But me, I'm like, I've already done two. I'm good. Did like, you guys know how to, who to talk to to get I want to know about this this segment of the story, which is fascinating to me. How did you get in contact with Doc or AO? So what happened was shout out to Fuzzy. Mm, the, connector. the connector. I should have I should have guessed. Now we shout out to Big Fuzz. We all know Fuzz mm-hmm. because of who he is. Like he's a staple in our lives oh, as yeah. well. You in radio, in hip hop, in, in LA, right. Fuzzy is is another uh pioneer. He was the one that you would see out in the streets so that's I, how i met him i would catch him at different events so i knew who he was i knew him by face recognition he you know probably was familiar when he had with the dreads yeah, the glasses yeah. yeah man and and um so head reached out to him it was like look fuzz i know some shit's brewing fuzz being fuzz like i am and you didn't know fuzz I, or you knew you I knew, knew acquaintance, him, I didn't, I didn't but have, yeah yeah I you knew through his, the network yeah i didn't right. have his phone number right right i think head got his phone number wow and reached out to him like look i know some shit's going on just keep me in mind. Wow. That's that's all I ask of you. Fast forward, head gets on as a mixer. Okay. Now, the funny thing about this is that one of the nights that head was mixing, I just pulled up. Wasn't supposed to be here. Pulled up. We took a picture. And I think he got in trouble for that. Like, like Green, like, yo, you can't just be bringing people up here, right? Long ass story short, 
Head is trying to like transition from doing the DJ thing to do, to do more personality work. So I'm like, look, let me work on with you with, with, with your air check. I do an air check every single year just to kind of stay tight on my shit. I've always right, right. done that, right? Refresh your skills, Refresh hone your skills. skills. Really exactly. quickly, mm-hmm. just to not digress, but just kind of sidebar it. Uh-huh. DJ Head's never done radio in his life. At all. I remember I talked to him about this At before. He, but you had done, you'd had your radio, uh, uh, you know, adventures yeah yeah and then you were not that you were done with it but you were applying it to homegrown all your exactly. technique but then head comes along with the hunger the ambition hey I, i'm gonna get in contact with a, so he essentially builds this bridge mm-hmm. crosses the bridge gets on air as a mixer mm-hmm. when real was just starting yep and then works his way up to man yeah, that man. is that is called determination my friend and i love it and it's like yeah. that that's why there's nothing anybody can say about head i agree man you know what i'm saying i agree you can say whatever you want to say about is his personality whatever like when he looks out for the people that he rocks with right right? i know he fucks with people and he really takes care of them yeah i know that and and i've had the pleasure of seeing him grow throughout the years so like the head 2022 23 is completely different from the head 2007 8 oh for sure and that's another thing i want to talk about in this this forum in this podcast with Mm -hmm. you which i want to get back to doc yeah, and, yeah. and everything connecting yeah. once once you came into the picture and uh-huh. you pulling up we'll get back to uh you pulling up and, and head getting in trouble gotcha. but really quickly i want to i want to sidebar again and splish splash into this other part of a million miles away from the person you used to be i i like to say that i i must have picked that up from somewhere probably from stern i don't know um but it is a good it is a good uh, angle and perspective to look at things. I feel like I'm a million miles from the man I used to be, from the young man I used to be. Facts, yeah, I've evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People say like and it reminds me of this because you said you could say what you want about head. What you said about him being 2007, 2008 DJ yeah. head to where he is now. Right. Right? I agree. It's it also applies to Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. Look at what he was at, back in the day, you know, when he was doing his thing, when he was he might have been banging, you know, yeah. doing this, doing yeah. that getting into trouble but then he evolved into a philanthropist oh yeah we've seen, and it was seen it. life was cut too sh- uh, cut too short too right, early right, right. but i learned so much from that yeah. from that event really taught me a lot about myself mm. and i never even knew nipsey i didn't yeah. know him like you knew him yeah, i didn't yeah. know him like big no yeah. i knew him through so you're, big you're saying you're saying his death taught you it a did lot. it taught me a lot and my mom dying my oh. mom died in 2017 and yeah. then just shortly thereafter a year and, uh, and some years. change yeah, two yeah. years nipsey goes yeah. right and that was to me when he said this one line and i'll never forget i always play it in my mind when i feel like things are getting too harsh like it's too much mm-hmm. right and I can't handle it. And he goes, it's supposed to be hard. It's yeah. supposed to be a burden. Yeah. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. And you got to wrap your mind around that and accept it and embrace it. And then you'll catch some wisdom off Yo, of that. And you, I, it brings tears to my you eyes. You have to play that. Please oh, do. Let's yeah, insert man. it right here. I just think about that. Like, it ain't supposed to feel comfortable. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable. It's supposed to stress you. It's supposed to be a burden to a degree. You got to wrap your mind around that and accept it and embrace it and you catch some wisdom off of that man they definitely right? rest in peace Nipsey man he was one of those ones man and I had the pleasure of seeing him yeah. evolve over the years as I did Kendrick like to see all these cats that yes. we provided a platform for yes on homegrown become, yeah on homegrown to become mega stars and just do things and, mm-hmm. and, and for the world to love them the way we love them from back in the day yeah. you know what I'm saying so that's, that's for me what what homegrown does absolutely you know what i mean and and to just kind of circle back on that like when when um you know 
getting on Real 92.3, I yeah. showed Head how to do this air check, which is a demo for people that don't know. Yeah, so the air radio. check. Right. The air check. So how did you, you already went, you went back to your studio. Yeah, right? I created an air check and said, yo, Head, this is what nice. you need to do. Re- do this. Right. And I want to say I even helped him create his. Either way, he- You guys did one separately? Each one separately? Yeah, separately. You didn't do it as a, as a, as no, a no, no, duo? No, no, no. no because mm. we weren't worried about, I, again, I wasn't worried about getting hired. I was just wanting my friend to get on. I see. You got on as a mixer, oh. now you want to be on for radio. Okay, look, this is what you need to do. Interesting. I, I know how these programs You had think. no ambition to really no, get in no, on the real I wasn't, thing. I wasn't tripping. <sighs> so, here's the, here's the kicker, though. I don't know how, and I don't know why, but he ended up playing it for Big Boy. And Big was like, yo, who is that? He's like, that's my partner, Chuck. We do homegrown together. He's like, yo, get him in. So he ended up playing my, I think my air check for Doc or whatever the, whatever the case was. I ended up having a meeting. Sorry, leaving one important detail out. Go ahead. I get a call while I'm at work. And where, where were you working? I'm, at, I'm working at the Carson Community Center. It's my first and only job that I really had. Um, like a regular job. My regular job. Right, right. You know, Which is still so Chuck Dizzle, the community oh, and center. I it's stayed, so you. I stayed there for years, too. <laughs> yeah. like, I, and even I had a hard time walking away from that job because it, it, it's so, again, it's ho- who I am. Yeah, like, you're a man of the people, Chuck. It's my, it's my love. I yeah, love man. that job, and I'll never say anything ill of that job because they, they took care of me, and they, I still go there and visit my people over there to this day. That's home away from home. Home away from home, and I'm from Carson, so right. it's like, it all makes sense. Shout out to Carson. Shout out to Carson. But I get a call. I get a, a, a call. Actually, I get a text that says, look, you're going to get a call. Pick up the phone. <laughs> Just I don't it head is like you just pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. Like some movie at. shit right there. I'm in the middle of work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I, I see the phone ring from a number I don't know. What does know. it say? It like says, the number. It's a two one three number. I'm Whose like, okay. number was it? <gasps> hey, hey, what's going on? Who's this? Drummel. Hey, it's, it's fuzzy. What's going on? Like, what's up, Fuzz? Big Fuzz. Fuzz. Hey, what, what are you doing? Oh, uh, nothing. He's like, what you got going on on Wednesday? Um, mm-hmm. uh, you tell me. Hey, come up to the station for an interview. Bet. I'm on my way. Really quickly rewind when you pulled up at the station and head got in trouble or was, did he, he almost got in trouble? He what happened? In that trouble. Night? He got in trouble. They, they basically just kind of gave him a slap on the wrist saying, look, you, we can't just bring anybody up here because I remember those X, days. Yeah, yeah. You just never know. It's a station liability. These are the things you just can't do. Right. Right. So when I get there, fast forward and now have a meeting with doc, AO fuzz. Copy that. Doc is like, Hey, look, and this is your first time this meeting Doc Winter. Have time. you ever heard of him before? I knew of him, right? Not, I, so, not to so the extent, I. right? But I, so I did my research. He said, "Yeah, Doc is going. Doc wants to meet with you on this day. I think on Wednesday." All right, do my research. Oh shit! Oh, okay. He's. I know who he. Oh, I know. Okay. Man. Oh, I remember hearing his name for years. It's like he was like a Banksy of radio oh to me. I was just like this mythical entity that I never and I never Googled. His name. Oh, no. I, 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 I Well, obviously, in your yeah. case, I would have done the same. But yeah, I yeah. never did. I don't like Googling people. Mm-hmm. I like meeting them organically. Yeah, yeah. But Doc Winter has been a name I've been hearing since 2003. I kid you not. Wow. And it wasn't till 2015 that, that I actually laid eyes on flesh, him. Yeah. And it was like, holy shit, dude, yeah. this is him. Here he is. Yeah, and he man. just, he looks... In the, the dynamic he gives off, the, the aura, it's like this guy is like a radio Obi-Wan Kenobi. Exactly. Right? These aren't the droids you're looking for. Exactly. Of, of hip-hop, urban, oh, man. I mean, R&B. Go ahead. And, so, and so, no, but that aura so you, is the same thing. Like, yeah. I walk in, yeah. it's, it's Fuzz, it's AO, and it's, it's Doc. And Doc is at this desk being Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, he's doing his Doc-isms. Yeah. Just, hey, so, uh, mm. hey, yeah, so, uh, you know, we had a conversation with Head the other day about... 
uh, bring oh people to the station. That's so good. That's just not, that's not what we do here. So, so tell me about yourself. Oh, you know, I've done radio. Oh, so where? Oh, the oh, yeah. I know, you know, Tom Calicochi, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, throwing, throwing names. That's yeah, the greatest doc so. impression I've heard from anyone. <laughs> so at this point, he's like, so yeah, you've, you know, if I say you're good, you say you're good. Uh, you want to start on Friday? What? Just, I mean. What? That's, I mean, how you're, did, you're going to start on Friday. What is your immediate reaction? What is you, what do you. I said, oh shit. You say, oh shit. Oh shit. Right. Uh, yeah. And everybody's in the room. Yeah. And, so it's AM and, doc. And fuzz. of course they're all playing. It's so cool. Cause they're right. They, they don't have shit. any reaction. I, I, I feel like all three of them will have zero. An earthquake could oh hit and they just sit there and look at their phone. You <laughs> called it like fuzzy is just like. Come on, man. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's so... Yeah, he's so cool. He's never starstruck or anything. Never. I've never seen him just, like, lose his shit. Nope. Ayo, of course, Ayo is the same way. Same. He's like... Ayo's yeah. like a stone-cold hitman, but in a good way. In a great way. Like, in a yeah, great yeah. way. Like, I feel like he doesn't react to anything. At I, all. I, he'll just be like, Sketch, you seem like you're in a pissy mood. Are you in a pissy <laughs> mood? And I'm like... Yeah, I am. Do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, yes, I do. And actually, he'll let me talk and he'll go, I know exactly how you feel, man, because I used to do production. Mm. And then I go, well, then you could relate. And he goes, look, I'm going to make it easy on you. And then he'll cut it a certain way and it'll make it easier for me. And he's like, he he talks me down off the ledge immediately. He's like, dude, and he'll remind me before he leaves the room. He he remind me, he goes, sketch. You know, we're lucky to have you here, man. Mm. You're, You're a man of many talents. So I appreciate you being here. And then he'd walk out. But never... The, the voice would never go oh, up like mine. Ah! Drop bombs on you and right. expect you just to sit there with the news. Like, again, it's yes. like, this is a Wednesday. I know. This is a Wednesday. So you get the news. You're like starting Friday. Like, it's so, Wednesday afternoon. He asked me like, so what, what's your familiarity? Uh, you know what I'm trying to say? How familiarity? Familiar, yeah, you, you got yeah. fucked it up too. It's a, it's a How familiar word. are you yeah. with... You know this system and this system. Have you worked with Next Gen? Is which is what right. we're using here at at uh, at Real. I'm like I'm not too familiar with. He's like, okay. Well, uh, J Nine, I show you. Have you met J Nine yet? He was a, a oh yes, J Nine. Of course, talent. Shouts out to J Nine. Yes, sir. J Nine showed me the ropes in about an hour. Right. And I started that Friday. And it's like riding a bike. You had already done it. Yeah. You know, exactly. you, it may be been a few years or whatever, but it's like it's it comes back to you. Once you start, you lay your hands back oh on the board, God, you hear yeah. the music, you feel that post yeah. come in or exactly. the, you just know what to do. It's so, built into you. I got to I got to bring this up. And I, again, we can transition after this. But Go again, going back to breaking like Bad. those those oh. <laughs> those life moments like. Again, doc, doc, that's a life changing moment. I mean, for people that don't understand as far as radio, right? And just to kind of give you some tone to this, to some context. Elaborate. This, right? It usually takes people 10, 15 years to get into the number one market, if, or number two market, which is Los Angeles, if they even get there. They have to work their way up in smaller markets, i.e., San Diego, whether it be uh, Palm Springs, if you're on here in, in Vegas, the West Coast, Vegas, wherever, whatever. No, anywhere, Arizona, in Phoenix, hopes, all that. In hopes to get into to a come market, back to LA. In hopes to get to a, yeah. a top 10 market. Yeah. Right? I've seen people leave LA to come from here. Yeah. And then crisscross zigzag their way back to LA ultimately to just kind of go, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm a radio kid. So I was, I was ready for that. When I like, when I got let go or when I left the beat, I was ready for that. I sent my shit out to Hawaii, to Montana, to I know I've done the same thing. I've done freaking hire me. Nobody wanted to hire me. Right. So again, now here we are. You're going to start on Friday. (laughs) Now, now months later after we're on, on air for some time, 
Well, wait, wait, wait. I have to, I have to just, oh my God, this is such a fascinating, remarkable story uh-huh. that your life literally changed in that moment. Now, yeah. my question is, you responded, oh shit. Yeah. They played it cool. Mm-hmm. Then what do you do right after you leave the meeting? Do you jump on the phone and call your family? I didn't do, have do, time. I had you, to go train. You had to go train. Had, no, oh, J9. J9. But then after that. After that, after I walked do you, out. Do you quit I your call, job no, is what I mean to ask. No, Where, what does that happen? No, I had to do that a, a year and some change later. Huh? I didn't leave because what? I, again, uh. I worked at the beat right right now mind you I, I worked my way up from two two years as a as a an intern to being on air within two years which is a, an amazing feat in itself yes, right sir. the moment i get hired the moment i do an overnight shift this is for just the weekends this is not even every single night this is a saturday night yeah 12 to 5 a.m right i get ready to say okay i think i'm gonna hand in my two weeks the station cans oh, fuck okay Couple of years later, again with K Day, I'm there. I'm like, okay, this might be the moment, and I get a DUI. Oh, fuck some shit up. I've, I've done I, that I, too. I have to make money. That <laughs> that plays into the whole sobriety shit too. That, that yeah. happens sometime, and yeah. then the K Day thing happens. So the job has always been on my the back burner, but it always was there to support me too. Right, of course. And they understood. They knew this was a passion of mine. So they're like, hey, look, as long as it doesn't interfere with what you got to do here. Keep That's doing so your lovely thing. of them. And, and not every job is like no. that. So I, I, I loved them to this day. So when I got the job at real, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not quitting. Right. You're not going to turn your back on them. But, but do you, do you, you obviously ease your way into a transition, well, right? Things were happening. I was getting more opportunities and, and it starts to like conflict with my work schedule. Right. So I just told my supervisor, I'm like, Hey, look, this is what's going on. Right. She's like, yo, Go do it. Right. She's like, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Tyler, the creator, when he worked at FedEx. Oh, remember that story? No, I heard the story. He remember, he, well, he, he's told this a few times, but when he was on Big Boy's neighborhood, he explained it as, he was like, yo, I was working at FedEx and I was surrounded by dudes that were just okay with pushing boxes <clears throat> for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm not knocking that. It's yeah. a good it's a good job. It's a steady. The mail and packaging is never going to end yeah. as long as people are on this planet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it has good benefits, such and such, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But his boss told him, Tyler, you don't belong here. Really? And he was like, get the fuck out of here. Wow. And that's similar to similar to my situation. Right. Maybe I, the, he's not there. Your people weren't like, you don't belong here, but you really, you don't, no, but you they, don't but belong don't. there my, anymore. My, my supervisor, I got to give her a prize. Her yes. name is Regina Ramirez. She Regina. saw what I was doing and she's yeah. like, look, man, look, fuck yeah. it. Like, go do what you got to do. We're not going to take you off the schedule. Oh. We'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. And if three months goes by and you're still doing it, we'll do something on the back end to we'll figure it out. You'll officially retire, not retire, but right. it's like, we'll figure it out on the, we'll on phase the it out exactly. and we'll, we'll you're reconfigure get fired right. and, and everything on the back end to work wow, out. That this is like family right Yo, here. And that, so again, this is, that was my, I got that job when I was 14. And how long did you work there? I was 14, 15. When I got this summer youth over there, 15 and that was 90, Nine. Wow. And I I left in 2016. Yeah, that's so that's 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 like that's like 18 years. I'm not a math guy. 17 years. About 17. Let's just round it up to 18, 18 considering that you stayed longer. Exactly. Like better. Yeah. Even when you got to real. And then once you transition, you get over here and you're on air and your your what shift were you doing originally when you first started? I was doing any shift that they wanted me to do. I was doing weekends and then right. I was filling. But you guys, for, you and Head weren't together yet. weren't together. Ah, yet. I was so how does that in, get into play? I was filling in play. for everybody at the time. Yeah, every every. I remember. On it, I remember right? hearing you come on, and I'm like, damn, dude, it was so I used funny. To work dude. with this guy, and oh, 
I we would be remiss if we didn't let's rewind. Yes. And let's discuss. I'm gonna have this, to insert the, the our ice cube yes! venture. This is ice cube. Now, now, that's why I have love for you yeah. because no matter what, I don't care how much you scream down on me, you put me on an ice cube album. Bro. This is ice cube. And you know what? It was it, it wasn't just me. I would be even more remiss if I didn't say thank you and shout out and rest in peace to DJ Crazy Tunes. Oh man, that was the man who called me. The day, I will never forget this. I'm gonna, and I've been meaning to talk about this story. I never had, I had no yeah. idea about this. And I want to build up to how, like you said, no matter what happens, like you put me on this album. Well, I hope that me putting you on the album or you being participating kind of made up for me oh, losing my on. shit. Okay, okay. I, just, on, I hope so. Baby, a little band aid, a little Neosporin on come that on, one. Yeah, absolutely. One day, yeah. I'm walking in. You remember Cone, Mr. Coney Islands? That was that burger spot next to the building on Wilshire, right? And I'd always go there. Uh-huh. It was like this little hamburger joint called yeah. Mr. Coney Islands, mm-hmm. right? In the building right next to yep. the building that 100 Point Through the Beat was <laughs> yeah. on. We were on the 19th floor. We had Wilshire. a magnificent view. It was absolutely wonderful. It was good times. Drive by there, yeah. Every now and then, me just too. To get those moments, man. And it's not, not only that, but as a matter of fact, that's right where Biggie got shot. Yeah, you know? so right so that's another street. landmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, I'd see that from my office at mm. the time on the 19th floor. So I'd go out and I'd get my burger at lunch, right? Mm. And I was walking out of the building, and Crazy Tunes calls me on my on my flip phone back in the day, right? <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, what's up, Crazy Tunes? What's going on? He was like, Yo, Sketch. Remember how cool and gangster yeah. he was? Mm-hmm. He's like, Yo, Sketch. I heard you working at 100.3 The Beat. Are you still doing them cool commercials? That's what he referred to imaging as. Because when I was at 100.3 The Beat, I was the imaging director, Mm -hmm. for those that don't know, the person listening. Um, Now I work in commercial production, and I do imaging for Big Boy, but I'm more commercial production for iHeart. But back then, at 100.3 The Beat, I was the imaging director. And Crazy Tunes knew this. So he hits me up and he's like, yo, Cube is going to put together another album. And I told him we should have some... Stuff that, like, because I worked with Busta Rhymes, mm-hmm. Crazy Tunes yeah. knew about that. He goes, I want to do something like that for Q. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested? I'm like, what? what? Come Same on thing now. like you. Yeah, just what? 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, and hey, I'm walking man. to, you know, Coney Islands, and I'm like, uh, and they already knew, and they're like, oh, you went to Cheeseburger? You know, right, it, was, right. it, was, it was a family that ran the spot. They were lovely to me. They they <laughs> they knew me, and they just wouldn't even ask. They were just like, yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. We got just make it happen. Yeah, Whip yeah. it up for sketch. Uh-huh. And then I was like, hey, Crazy Tunes, so what do I do? He's like, just come by the studio to night off Lancashire and I'm like really so had you met Q before I met him through big a few times but you know I he didn't I'm just just kind of just another schmo in the neighborhood you know it's not like I was nobody but at the same time he didn't really know me but he knew of me because of big so when crazy tunes like hey sketch used to work for big boy it's not it's not like Q was like who he was like oh I think I know you're talking about fast forward I get to Lancashire studio (laughs) onto cube studio he's not there Crazy Tunes there. It's just me and him. We walk in the studio. Studio's empty. Really flawless. It looks, it's all clean. You know how studios yeah, are. Yeah. It's that smell yeah. of the carpet and the equipment. And I walk in and I'm like. Push a button. Yeah. And I'm like, is Cube here? And he's like, no, no, he's going to call us. So I get on. He's like, yo, Cube, I got Sketch here. Yeah. All right. Sketch. And he hands me the phone. And I'm like, standing in this dimly, just like here. Right. And I'm like. Hello, Mr. Cube. Yeah. Hey, I was like, hey, Cube. I was like, hey, Cube. It's uh, Sketch. How are you, sir? And he's like, yeah. So I heard you got some ideas for the album. Go ahead. 
And I'm just like, what? and I'm like, okay. So, and it, this is this. So were is, you re- you were ready at that moment? To- mm, sort of. I had ideas already. Okay. Like I, as yeah, soon yeah. as we hung up the phone, Crazy Tunes from Coney Islands, and yeah. I went back and I I was like, oh my god! I called my mom. I'm like, you're not gonna oh, believe got this. You, got you, yeah. And she's like, Ice Cube from Barbershop, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Why is it corny to handle your business? That's not corny, son. That's being a man. Again, I'm, I just don't want to make this about me, but this is such yeah. a fascinating yeah. story, and I haven't been able to tell this Please. on the podcast no, this yet. Makes so much sense. I talked yeah. about the Buster Rhymes yeah. encounter, which was, was the first. Amazing, it was great. Yeah. But this was also this is L.A. now, yeah, though. See, man. and now I'm talking to Ice Cube, and we hang. I tell him, okay, so this is laugh now, cry later. Mm-hmm. The albums, and he wants to release it on. Six six oh six, right? Two thousand six, right? Was oh yeah. six, wow. yeah. And he's like, so I'm gonna really, and it had been at least a decade, I think, since he had released. But his, no, it was it was a while. It's been a while because he was shit. doing movies, yeah, he was doing yeah, a lot of busy, yeah. directing this. You're that. Right, that was his one yeah. of his first albums. to return. Yeah, right. And back. so I said, this is where you come into play, and everybody else that I used mm-hmm. for the interludes and the intro, and I'm gonna play obviously a piece, oh a, a good piece of it. But when I thought about it i said well all these factors of him coming back from kind of uh what's it called hiatus Hiatus, right i said cube so i'm on the phone with cube i said this is the idea i have i want to interview people on the street right quote unquote on the street Mm -hmm. really it was people at the station Mm -hmm. and maybe a few people i pulled in from the street actually uh but i said you know i want to interview people and ask them when you hear the name Ice Cube, what's the first thing that you think of? And, and then and then we tie all those reactions together and make yeah. like a newsreel type yeah. of situation. He's like, yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. And I, he goes, but you can't make it too long. I don't like, I think an intro should only be 15 to 30 mm-hmm. seconds tops. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whatever you want, Say Cube, less. whatever you want, I'm going to make it longer so you can have options of what you want to keep. He's like, oh, we, I like that. Yeah. And then fast forward, I get back to the station, I start working on it, uh, on a piece that night and I, you were one of the first I people. I remember you asking me yeah. that too. So like, you explain. Go ahead, you take like, it. I remember you, you pulling me into the studio and again, it, this is, I don't know how long ago that encounter was because this is, two thousand again, 2006, yep. my first time on radio and really in in that building and I remember you pulling me to the side and say, yo, all right, I'm working on some shit right now. What's the first thing you turn the mics on? What's the first thing you think about when you hear Ice Cube. And yeah. I remember going, man, because at that time, you know, just to keep, give people a little backstory, yeah. be like I remember NWA, mm-hmm. but that wasn't who I remember Ice Cube. Of at. course. I remember. Because no, yeah. you're a little younger than yeah, that. I whole, remember West Side yeah. Connection. Absolutely. That was my connection to Ice Cube. Ice Cube, Mac-10, Dub C, and that big-ass W. And that's what I told you. I said, I just remember that big-ass W yeah. going across the world yes. and, and gangsters make the world go round. Yes. But obviously bow down and all that. Gangsters make the world go round. What the hell is Ice Cube talking about? That's how you get these here. Parked in your mouth. It's that bandana swagger from the number one clip. Let it rain. Uh, make it burn. Nigga, rewind my part, fool, and bow down. And I, to I, I told you that, and I said... And then remember I asked you... What? Go ahead. You was like you, you said something to the effect of, "Can you mimic Ice Cube?" Or I forgot yeah, what it yeah. was. What, right? what, like when you hear it, what what do you what do you think of it? What what and makes I start, you say I, out loud? I started thinking of Players Club. So yeah. I was like, a "Yay, yay!" And I was like, "Play it again." Uh, and I'm giving you all of these sound bites, giving you my stories, and all. I don't even think you told me. I think the album came out, and you you said, "Yeah, I, I used some shit." 
And I don't even think you told me to take out the album. So I, I buy the album on my own accord anyway because yeah. it's like, yo, Cuba. I bought hey. it too. <laughs> I, I pop it in yeah. and on the fucking intro, I hear this big ass W. I'm like, oh, shit. I know. And then to top it off, yeah. you did a, it was, I guess you, and you can tell me your, your part on this because yeah. it was that and then the lead single, um, uh, why is it Why We Thugs? It was or, Why We Thugs, yeah. Why We yeah, Thugs, yeah. which is fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another little snippet, interlude, right? Interlude another bit that went right. into it and it said, Play it again. Or so, I forgot yeah, which yeah, one yeah. you used. It's definition it, of a West Coast oh G. Yeah, that's the beginning. The definition of West Coast G is the intro. And then there's another part that that Mo Dave is also Shouts on. Shouts out to Mo. Yeah, I gotta, DJ wait, Mo wait, Dave. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I go have ahead. to give him props because Mo Dave, Nautica De La Cruz, mm. Cat Dog, DJ Dense, nah. uh, Angie B. That These were... Pinnacle people in A1. my lives. A1, yeah. Spin. Like Tawala, they, who's Tawala, here now Tawala, with Mo Tawala, Kelly. Tawala was the one that gave me a call to say, hey, you want to do overnights uh, on 100 points be the beat. <laughs> Amazing, dude. Yeah. Beat, I, I'm, I'm shouting them all out because... Go ahead. And then specifically Mo Dave, too. Yeah. He's somebody that I haven't mentioned when people ask, like, yo... Um, who was like one of your inspiration, motivations? Not necessarily inspirations, but he was one, he was one of those people... And I don't think you remember at the time, this is when Steve Harvey was at the station. Of course I remember. There was a, 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 a law in the station that you couldn't go in, well, for me, they told us production, um, promotions people, right. street team, you cannot go in the studio. Right. At all. Yeah, this is straight, this is a sacrament. You can't touch it. At all. Right. Mo Dave, Angie B, Nautica De La Cruz, um, Cat Dog, DJ Dents, these are the people that are on the weekends, well, not Nautica, Nautica. DJ Hideo. And rest in peace, yes, DJ. Rest Hedeo. in peace, DJ. I love that guy. Me and me and Hedeo used to do morning hits together for John Sally's block party. And I, I had Damn. some some special moments with Hedeo. Hedeo never liked to talk on the radio. So he yeah. give me the phone. Like, yo, you talk. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bro, it's you. No, you talk. So we would go back and forth. I'm like, Hedeo, you gotta talk. And to Hedeo, I, I still me and my boy Manny Montana. I gotta I gotta shout my boy Manny. Oh, I remember out. Manny. Manny yeah. he's, he's an actor now. He's, he's an actor now. Well, yeah. thing. Me and him uh, have this joke about Hedeo because we were on the streets and it was me, Manny, and Hideo and we would have to like convince Hideo to be hype on the radio. He's a DJ. Yeah, yeah. He talks with his hands, right? Yeah, totally. He was never the the on-air call type of person. Right. So He's he like would, DJ Fuse, Quiet Giants. Right, exactly. They, yeah, those guys are insanely good with their, their DJing, but talking isn't their forte, really. So we would we would laugh because they would say, all right, so Hideo, where you at in these streets, man? And Hideo, is sound, he sounded so uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like... Oh man, we out here having a party. And we're like, we're having a party. It's like shaking. We're laughing because he was literally shaking. He's audibly shaking. Right. So funny, but rest in peace. Rest in peace. He tried. I I bring all these people up because Hideo was one of the people that got me. Him and Nautica got me the job at at the beat. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead, go ahead. They they are the the these are the unsung heroes, Mm -hmm. I feel like, that 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 need to be shouted out because I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Same. They, they allow, my point is, they allowed me to come into the studio in their space. Nautica and, and Angie B showed yeah. me how to use the box. And they didn't yell at you like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't yell at me like fucking sketch. Ay, Jesus. No, but they, they, they showed me, they, they just allowed me to be in their space. And for me, that's something I've always picked up on. And anytime anybody else pops in the studio, come on in. It's an open door policy because I know what it's like to be that kid that just wants to look at the buttons. And you're hungry. You're just hungry. You're so hungry. it's like, like you, you never know what that does to somebody. Oh, it changes their lives, Absolutely. man. And I'm, so. yeah, again, I'm sorry about doing that because no, I wasn't no, going to really, yeah, you know, but no. I, I, I do hope I made up for it with the, with the, with the ice Q. cube thing. Come on, man. Right?
right? Because then I had this now, is mind cube. you, I'm, I'm I just graduated from college. Yeah, I can show all my friends like, yo, I'm on the Cube album on not just one but two parts of it. Well, so yeah. that was a huge baby. moment. For Hold me, on, we got to look this up. I got to Google this. Ice Cube, like Ice Cube. Just just listen faintly Here for big go. ass W. Okay, so definition of West Coast G, and then it goes into why we thugs, then smoke some weed, mm-hmm. and then dimes and nickels. A call for Mike Epps, which I also produced the really? the sound design to oh, that because he he they just sent me that audio and I turned it into him calling, but he had just recorded it on a mic like this. But I made him sound like he was on the phone and I put like, you know, a little dog barking in the back. But he was talking about his selling weed or the nickel bags and all that. And I... I even used uh, Brian Williams on because I used to have NBC running oh on God. at the state because I recorded that at the station, station yeah. and all that stuff was like the news in the background. I even took like a plastic bag. Of course, is did. there a bag in this this box right here? Uh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Let's do this. So like I took a, a plastic thing and I'm like when he was like, we got to sell these nickel bags, Q, <laughs> and then I went. And he's all, and I added him sniffing. He didn't sniff. I I added him sniffing in there. That's sound design, people. That's called sound design. No, Q, man. How we gonna get something? How we gonna eat, man? You you rapping and shit. We can't do no movies. My kids is looking at me like, what we doing, daddy? What we doing? Have you talked to him? Have you heard anything? I know this rap shit takes away a whole two, three years away from us getting doing the movie, Q. Come on, they waiting on another next Friday. Everywhere I go, give me another Friday. I need something, Q. I'm running out. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I just bought a half ounce of weed today. And I, me and my girl bagged it up, and we ready to get it off. She said we could sit over her auntie's house this Friday and knock every sack. <laughs> By Monday, we better sell the whole half ounce. I'm gonna flip that, get a whole one. Take the whole ounce, flip the uh, the whole ounce. By that time, everybody word of mouth is that I got dimes and nicks. I'm gonna take the whole ounce, flip it, get me two. Two make a four mac. I'm taking the four mac and flipping, and I'm gonna have nine of them. Come, Q, just to come back to me. Then going into track seven, as you stated, two decades ago. That's what it was called. Two decades ago. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was that was the uh, the interlude. The interlude. That's what it was called. So, definition of West Coast G, Mm -hmm. dimes and nicks, and two decades ago. I just want the people to listen. Whenever you hear big ass W, that's and and, uh, play it again. Play it again. I think the play it again went into Why We Thugs. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, and then you. I remember uh, there was like I interviewed. uh, Was it remember Cliff Kippy? Yes, that his, that's him. Yeah, Clifford, yeah, Clifford. Oh my God, Clifford was like he worked remember, in sales. Yes, yeah, he's one of the sales man. guys. And he was all. Dude. I just think about what he's going to do next or something yeah. like that. And I I remember just asking a bunch of people, and some of them I had repeat what I thought they should say. Right, right, right. But oh, let me. I want to dive into this part of the Ice Cube story <laughs> with you. Um, is the fact that when Clifford Ch- Russell, sorry, Clifford had, Russell, had, had that's right. It, but yeah. Kippy was his on yeah. his online social, exactly, right? Kippy, right. Yeah. So. Yeah, shout out to Clifford Russell, man. Great guy. And then, uh, but with Cube, with Cube, with the intro in general, there was a moment where he was not about to use it. Are you serious? Yes. So Wait, the whole thing? The whole thing. Well, kind of. From what I understood, see, the definition of West Coast G and two decades ago were one piece. There were one intro. And for him, and then he didn't realize, see what I did, and this is before before I really knew what mixed in key was, Mm -hmm. but in my, as my DJ ear would tell me, when I do promos and stuff, everything was like on a beat. Especially in hip hop, and all everything landed, right? And it would all be beat match, 100.3, the beat, right? 
Side note, right. I just went down to the, to the mail room. Somebody still sends mail to 92.3 to be here at Real 92.3. It's engraved uh, yes, in, people's, in people's souls, man. man. Exactly. It's tattooed on people's exactly. brains. so much. But yeah, so I, I make the whole intros one piece. The mic apps call is separate. I send it to, to Crazy Tunes. And then I remember being at the station and Crazy Tunes calls me and he's like, yo, uh, yeah, Cube's not really feeling the intro, man. He thinks, I don't think he's going to use it. And I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like... Tunes, listen. Wait. You got I was like, tell Cube, play the intro and then play Why We Thugs right after. So when it, the intro ends, mm-hmm. it goes right in doom, mm-hmm. doom, 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 doom. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Okay. He was like, All right, what what you mean? I'm like, it's in key with the song. It matches perfectly. Represent South Central. Time out. So did they send you songs ahead of time or you just knew because that I knew song because that song out. was already gotcha. out and he had, gotcha. Gotcha. we were already playing it. Okay. I believe it was his ballad yeah, song yeah, that yeah. he wanted to promote. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm and he I knew it was going to be the first yeah. song. He told me that. Nearly two decades ago, Ice Cube. When I think of that nigga Ice Cube, I think of uh, West Coast to the full. The big ass W. Think about what he gonna do next. And I remember going to the studio with him and Dub C and actually having better weed than him Get and his crew. Here. Wow. Yes, because this is when weed was just becoming legal oh, and you had God. the card. Yeah. I remember John Sally gave me a referral to go to, to a doctor to get a, a license. And then my first time going to get weed at the dispensary off Sunset uh, near the station in Hollywood, I walk into... I, I park my car from the referral place. I walk across the street to get some weed, mm-hmm. right? This is all on my lunch break. And there's a limo parked outside. And who comes out of the dispensary? All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. Get the fuck out I of here. I swear to God. He just, <laughs> right, but he walks right, out. Right. I open Super the door. Random. He walks out. He didn't say, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. He's, why he's like, hey, how you doing? And he just, and I'm <laughs> all like, right, all right, all right. I'm like, holy shit. He gets into the limo and they just drive, but he's carrying a little bag. Random. He's got his weed. Wow. I get my weed. But that was just one of those moments. Where I'm yeah. like, I love living in LA. Sunset, it's just so sure. cool. Yeah. So Hollywood. At the time, it was so entourage yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> holy shit there's matthew mcconaughey it's with random, some weed yeah. but yeah so all right, all right all right getting back to tunes he calls me he says the intro is too long play it it goes into the song and then probably about i don't know a couple of days later tunes calls me back and he goes like yeah but he goes uh cube cut it he cut it in half and i go that's fine, that's fine he goes yeah. but we're still using it and we're using the other part later going and i'm like the, the way, other the way you suggest yeah i go yeah. but how is he gonna do that because yeah. since it's connected yeah. i was like oh my god i hope it doesn't sound butchered but i trust it yeah. obviously it's ice cube if what he sees goes right and i remember this too chuck and we're gonna get back to you there's so much to nah, tell you about but I'm, man I'm, I'm loving hearing the backside because right. i've never heard this yeah course. i've never had all a chance I, to take, all i, all I remember this. is just you telling me hey yeah. record this yes so it's like i'm, I'm loving and now how long later am i able to reiterate this to you i mean yeah so the the album comes out mm-hmm. and I get it at the station. I actually bought a copy, but then I also got a copy and I went out, I listened and I looked at the, they gave me so much love on the cover and the yeah, credits. Yeah. And, and then even now when you YouTube it's definition, it really? says by sketch, get the fuck out like of it says my name in the fucking tag by cube. It's that. crazy. I mean, he gave me so much love and Oh, this is the point I wanted to make. And this, I'm going to end this cube story right here. I remember him asking me once, once we were in the studio, 
and we were really conversing about how the intro should sound and he was showing me the album from his pro tools like his engineer had it all laid out yeah and they were showing me like the different things and then cube said sketch so how much do you want for this right and i go man you know q i'm gonna be honest it's just an honor to be able to be in this opportunity and for you to even ask me that question is fucking surreal so whatever you think that it is worth to you and whatever number that is i'll be okay with i'll be fine because this this opportunity is fucking priceless and i'll be able to tell this forever and he was like all right sketch i'm gonna take care of you and that was it. And then he sent me like a check for $2,600 for using literally 60 seconds West of audio. Side, yeah. Wow. And, and you know, I'm 26 year old sketch yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. I could have asked for royalties. I could have right, asked for right, all right, this right. shit, dude. I don't need all that. I didn't ask Busta for that. I didn't ask you. It's just a, a, a time to be able to go, Hey man, I got to work with these people. It's like a filmmaker going or a, a grip yeah. in the movie sets going, Hey man, Steven Spielberg wants right, me to grip his right. set. Well, how much are you going to go? I don't fucking, fucking care. care. Especially being in that world yeah. and loving what it is and being a fan. Like, yeah. In hip hop. Exactly. He doesn't get any bigger it than Cube. And especially in the West Coast. Oh, my God. You know? And to be a part of his quote unquote comeback album. You know what I mean? Like that. that you had some moments on there. Yeah. Big, big moments. And yeah. oh, man, I, I like again, I even me, like even you saying that, yeah. I feel the same way. And I didn't do anything but just give you a couple but of But you drops. were a part of it. You're a variable in that whole but I, no, what function. What I'm saying is yeah. I take just yeah. as much credit yeah. as you did. And you did Absolutely. the work. Absolutely. <laughs> no, as you should. Like, yeah, I'm on the cube album. Did you man. tell Doc that, by the way? I don't ever? think, did I, you ever I, don't think I've, it never came up. No. I never mentioned it. But it was just, again, to be a part of that was just like, it, it was just one of those phenomenal moments, man. Yeah. Because again, that's. Around that time, that yeah. was when I got my my foot into radio. I just got my 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 big break, so yeah. to speak. So it's like oh, I just and you put in so college. much years. I put so, so you much. You put in your ten thousand million hours. Oh my God, so it was like yeah. all these things were lining up, yeah, and it's man. like man, even the good and the, with the good and the bad that happened over there is like those are one of those moments that I'll hold on to forever. Absolutely, so I appreciate hearing the backstory of that. It was great, sure. man, and thank you for being a part of it, Chuck. Yeah. Because I couldn't have done it without you. You're, you're those little lines you said, the big ass W and play it again, yeah. were obviously because there was more pieces. There's a lot, there's a lot going and on, and a lot didn't make it. Yeah, not Damn. saying it wasn't good. Cube just was like, we only need just a little right. bit. Yeah. We just want to sprinkle it. We don't want to overdo it. Yeah. But he loved the whole newsreel thing, yeah. and yeah. it had never been done before. And that was to me like unprecedented. Not only this skinny kid from Culver City in L.A., you know, like. At what, 26 years old? When I was 19, I worked with Busta, and that was another thing that was just so surreal, man. And to know, and then, you know, all the trials and tribulations that follow in between those moments of like, oh my God, it's like this eruption of, look what I can do. Not saying, look at what me, I'm cocky. No, it's 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 just like, what's possible? I can't even believe that was me. Right, right. You know, and I want to bring it back to this. When I talk about the million miles away from the person I used to be Mm -hmm. in uh, evolving, I'm not saying I'm I'm deeply flawed. I would love to get therapy. It's just too expensive, but I want to, I just think being almost 45 years old now Mm -hmm. and looking back at everything with sober eyes, again, I still smoke weed, but I, I analyze myself very much I'm my own worst critic Mm -hmm. and when I think about things that I've done and I've said to people and I've you know not saying I'm a I was a total douchebag but I knew I could certainly turn the fuck on that Mm -hmm. that douchiness Mm -hmm. and by the way by the way I'm just gonna say and I'll I'll leave it at this too yeah yeah I never even with that happening I never looked at you like that piece of shit like how could like I understood I was like yo 
had I been working on something all day and this motherfucker just fucked up my work, yeah. I could I totally understood. And then when you came back in Apollo, I was like, okay, right. we're good. Yeah, like we're I, good. I was just I was just hoping like damn like I, I'm just getting my foot in the door right. like, I'm fucking up these relationships right. he's gonna look at me like I'm not trustworthy all these things so nah. I never looked at it as a point from yeah. my end like man fuck this guy right. he's a douche well thank you yeah I never, I I never you do have pati- the patience of a saint I will say that, that you know man. you do for sure uh, more than me and, but I have also learned mm-hmm. how to be more patient through people like such as yourself wow. and, and through Liz Hernandez who also, I'm also trying to get on the show uh, because I used to be really mean to her at times really? when we worked at power, wow. like unnecessarily just Got because it. I was just a fucking asshole wow. and like I not. And she didn't do anything wrong. Mm. She's just trying to do her fucking job. I just was so aggravated because why? I was just doing too many drugs, man. Right. And I was having to be on the morning show with two hours of sleep, waking up at three in the morning, going being at work by three. Man, it just, it doesn't work well. So when you're trying to party, at a young age and you have to work on a morning show, I advise you to really think <laughs> twice about that. Please, you know, because man. it does, does they don't coincide. Maybe if you work at night, but even you, Chuck, no, you I, worked I, at look, night and it didn't, wasn't a good look. At right? all. I mean, right. I was, I was sober and still had, yeah. had a hard, you know, cause I had had the, the, the yeah. opportunity, the blessing to work with the neighborhood also. Absolutely. Man. And to, to do that, like it, it, it takes a lot. It yeah. takes a lot of, um, discipline. It takes a lot of like just mental strength to kind of like be in that environment and, and be turned on. And, yeah. it's, and it, not in a bad way. It's just like you want to perform right at the highest. It's level. like an athlete. Exactly. It's like exactly. I remember Skrillex even saying this. The artist Skrillex, mm-hmm. when he was being accused of you know promoting like drugs and shit. He's sober. Yeah. And like, he would say, Hey man, how do you think I travel 365 days of the year performing every day? If I'm doing drugs, I could never. And he was young. When you're young, you can spring back. But as you get older, the accountability, the responsibility becomes greater and greater and greater. And when I worked, when we worked at power, it was like college to me. Mm. When even when I worked at 100 point through the beat, it was like college. When I lived in Miami, it was like college, but working here now at iHeart, is like the real corporate fucking Absolutely. world, man. And there's, it doesn't give a fuck about you. Right. You know, like you can't get complacent. You got to stay on your game. And I know if I was still partying, mm. like I was back then here now. How fast do you think you would have got fired? Oh my God. <laughs> I used, I got banned from this building. Remember for six months? Oh, fuck. I forgot yeah. about yeah. that. <laughs> That's a whole different story for a different day. Save yeah. yeah I'm going to save that one. If I can get documentary on one day. Get that episode, yeah. But this yeah. is the same guy who banned me is yeah. the same guy who put in a good word for me to and get hired to Andrew Jeffries. Talk about a twist dude. of events. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You can't write this shit. No, for sure. Right. For sure. Um, but a million miles away. How do you feel like you've evolved? Since you being that young man mm-hmm. and struggling in your radio, getting the rug pulled out from beneath you, doing your drinking, getting a DUI, yeah. to where you are now. Let's let's dive into that I mean, part. Now, I mean, first and foremost, my father. So, yeah. like, the responsibility Congratulations, alone. Dude. I mean, thank you, man. My little boy, he just turned four in June. What's his name? Charles. Charles? Charles III. King Charles III. Young Charles. Yeah, man. So, for, for me, that responsibility mm. of, of being a great example mm-hmm. for him. That's my number one priority. Were you nervous when he was born? Were you scared? Did you, were you scared when your your girl told you I'm pregnant? Nah, your queen told I cried, you? man. I yeah, was, I was excited because yeah. I again we weren't. My wife's a chef. Mm. You know, I do radio. We both are passionate about our jobs, and anybody that tell you we've put a lot of things on the back burner because of our jobs. So having a kid was one of them. We was like, we'll get around to it. We're not tripping. We got to get more established. All the the the, the excuses you give in your mind, which are, are valid. But when she told me, she was like, yo, 
I think it's like nah. She's like, I think nah. Take two of them. Let's let's just make sure. Uh, and I just broke down, man. I'm like, yo. I, and oh, and and wow. uh, again, well, I never mentioned this. My father passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. In 2011. When? Oh shit. Right. How did he pass? If I may. He he had a heart attack. Ah, and this is one of those things where it was a very public thing. We yeah. we literally witnessed him. Die. Oh wow. Yeah, it was like. It was one yeah, of those. My uncle had a heart attack, but he got a quadruple bypass yeah. surgery, but then died six months later of pancreatic cancer that was undetected. Are you serious? Talk about fucking stealthy shit. Wow. But please continue. No, no, it's so, I just, I wanted to say, I know how it is yeah, to, to experience it, something, it, but that's very traumatic. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not only traumatic seeing it, but just like, this is the man that I went to to say, yo, I think this is the one. She's the one. You and were close dad, with my, your father. My, yeah, my dad was a pastor. So really? Like, I, I, wanted, I wanted him to marry us. So wow. he knew this was going to happen. That's crazy. I never knew that, yeah, Chuck. Yeah, See, yeah. this is this is so revealing yeah. to me and intimate that yeah. your father was a pastor. Was where, a pastor. where? What city? In, in Los Angeles, South Central. So nice. He was oh, a pastor. He, him and my uncle had a, a church together. My, my, they were both fucking Rolling Stones. They were, again, they both were had, had interesting lives, let's say, coming up. So yeah. for them... Turning their lives over yeah. was giving back to the community, especially in that generation. Oh, a lot of crazy God, shit was happening, man, in L.A. My, my my father, will I just seen a documentary not too long ago. My dad was a part of the Watts riots, not really participating like that, right. but just in the mix of shit. Of I saw I saw it on a documentary. I was was he in that area living? In yeah, that area? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's, he's from he's from Tennessee. My wow. mom's from Louisiana. They right. both kind of moved out here and right. linked up. But yeah, he was in the mix of all that shit in the sixties, whatever. Right? Wow. Um, so, so revolutionary, man. Fast forward to this. When I find out I'm going to be a father, I, I yeah. think of those moments. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I really wish he got a chance to meet him. Right. All of these things. So that's why, again, my, my father was named Charles. I'm mm. Charles II. So I named him Charles III. Can we say the real name? Charles Dorsey? Yeah. Or that's fine. Oh, that okay? yeah, I mean, some some talent does, isn't nah, cool with that. Charles but I mean, Dorsey. I do love your name. It is nah, so fitting for, for Chuck Dizzle. Yeah, Because Sketchomatic, my real name's Christian Ray Nava. People are like, where the fuck is where Sketch you, come yeah, from? Right. That was graffiti that I would never finish a painting and yeah. i would put just a sketch the dizzle for but, me yeah. it was obviously my last name's dorsey but you know at the time 2001 izzle for shizzle nizzle that was yeah like that the, was the, the lingo. whole lingo so yeah like, yeah yo chuck dizzle okay boom and i people were calling me chuck d yeah. back in elementary i'm like but when i got older and started to do radio i'm like i don't want to be chuck d there there's already a chuck d right so chuck dizzle came if you're hearing this now then you know it's late as fuck. Let's do it. With Chuck. What up? Who's this? Unreal 92.3. Charles Dorsey is so yeah. professional. I love it. It is. It's a that's, great and name. And that's why, yeah. that's why, again, to talk about 100.3 to be, I'm like, yo, not a 100.3. Oh, when it when switched. When it turned to V100, right. I'm like, yo, I can use my, my government Your real name, name if yeah, you yeah. need. No, nah, we're not going to do that. And that's You still can. I even asked EJ this. I talked about, and I want to get back to your father real yeah. quick, but again, this this whole podcast is about uh, exploring yeah. and digressing sure. and revisiting, reliving, yeah. etc. Um, but EJ said, like I said, hey man, what other career paths? I wanted to talk to you about that. He had mentioned that... He wants to be a news anchor, like on really? KFI, and then he did a KFI break, really? like a type. He was like, a 15-year-old was shot and killed on a corner of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Now, sources are saying they have no idea what had happened, but police are urging you to call Crime Stoppers at 213-577-TIPS. Reporting live from Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, EJ, KFI News. What other career paths? I want to ask you, Can you, would you ever want to do, because Charles Dorsey sounds like a news anchor name. You know, like, and you, with your voice, you could be that. I never, honestly, I never, never thought of it. Never thought of it, but I do, I I, I just love this, this field of, mm. of, of radio. Now, mm. 
whether it's exploring, it's documentation, it's voiceovers, it's all of these things attached to what radio is. I think, I don't know. I think that's just where kind of like the lane that I, I feel the most, I want to say feel the most comfortable, but that I just really enjoy the universe of radio overall, whether it be anything. So if, so if if Robin, Robin program director of, of KFI Mm -hmm. six, four AM six forty came to you and said, Hey, Chuck, Charles, yes, we'd like to try you out. Uh, you know, doing some news anchoring stuff for I would and the thing is yeah. I, I would accept yeah. only if it kind of was along the lines of what I do now, right? Right. Highlighting those that are up and coming in a sense of local businesses, mm. you know, things in the community yeah. community driven shit. I think that's what would make sense for me. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to just report on the typical shit that's happening. Right. I would want to do it in my that, own That makes way. sense, though. You know that I mean? would be cool. So you report to where up-and-coming businesses, like kind of what we did during the pandemic. There was a campaign where we're, all these local businesses were promoting oh, okay, during it, the, it, the height of the pandemic oh, when everybody shit. was working from home. And Tony and I were still here. Uh-huh. And the place was like an empty spaceship. Yeah. And, and it was wild. And I remember just vividly those companies coming up. And a lot of them were, were in the South Central area yeah, and it was good to promote that. It yeah. felt good to, and it I'm like, why do we balance, have to have a, a pandemic to be to able to promote that? Yeah, right. we should exactly. be doing this all the time. But I guess, you know, we're doing this now and are you involved with, it brings me to my next topic mm-hmm. or question within the question. Are you involved with any, um, organizations? Yeah. Right, right now, not, any not businesses? at the moment, man, honestly, this radio is kind of like, not only do I work for real 92, three, but you know, within the whole iHeart universe Mm -hmm. i'm on 50 different markets so it's like i'm pretty busy working from home and then being a a, you know a a full-time parent too me and my wife obviously raising our son it's like that's um taking a lot of my time right now and you know and and still running homegrown too which is you know we still got the podcast going on me and dj head i mean just expanding that and 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 getting back to what we want that to be which is a full-blown network to give other DJs, it's a franchise other radio personalities yeah. uh, you know a, a home and, and a platform in addition to you know upcoming music as well totally now so, um can i mention one thing absolutely quick? go ahead one, like, one thing yeah. that, that I, I wanted to bring full circle to and it goes back to doc winter oh yeah dropping some news oh. right so mind you is this a, a, a sketchomatic podcast exclusive it can be all right no it's not oh, but okay. it can <laughs> it can be no nah, it so this is this is when he told us this is when Homegrown actually became on Real 92.3. Uh-huh. Right? So, uh, mind you, me and me and Head are on air individually. Right. You're not a duo yet. We're not a duo but yet. But you are in Homegrown, but not on Real. Not on Real. Mm-hmm. So, And it just brings back to the point of them giving us great news. This is like life-altering news. And he's like, calls us up. Me and Head puts us on three ways. Like, hey. Do, you, I, do your doc voice up. Hey, hey so uh, uh, I see you guys do this thing called Homegrown. Uh, and. I think it'd be phenomenal to put on real. Yeah, yeah, Doc. We, you know, yeah. So you want to start this weekend? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's always it's always that night. He's like, ready why, to start you within twenty four hours. Are you why, ready? Why would I say no? Right. Like, that's my thing. Like, has anybody turned this shit down? Like, but I mean, I'm sure maybe some people are just unprepared. Did you feel unprepared when he when he's like, "Are you ready to start this weekend?" Or you were like, "Boom, no, no, let's no. go." I was like, "No, I knew it was now or never." Like, and of right. course, I fucked up. I had all these mistakes, whatever. But it was just taking the opportunity. That's how I, I noticed about myself. That's how I learn. Right? I yeah. learned how to swim by getting, by getting pushed in. Yeah. My first on air break, I got pushed in. And shouts out to um my guy Armand Carr. Oh, Armand! He was a late night jock. Yeah. at the time, cooler than a polar bear's Man. toenail. I remember he'd say that. So he <laughs> introed me. 
that night on my first air on air shift. And for most people that know, or maybe not know, going live is very rare. A lot of radio personalities don't do it. It's one thing I learned from Nautica De La Cruz is like, go live because you'll know you'll be able to handle anything that happens yeah. within a moment. You can Vox Pro, you can pre record, you can tape, but going live is going to set you up better for radio. Absolutely. It's so, like a comedian honing his skills. Exactly. Yeah. So I go live and. As I'm, as the the counter is ticking down, it's ten seconds. I'm talking out. I think Keisha Cole. I forgot what song. Going into another song, he pats me on the back. He says, "Hey, don't fuck up. It's only 2.5 million people listening." Hits me on the back, and I'm like, oh, "It's the people station." I, I, I get through my first break, oh but again, I say that to say I get thrown into the fire all yeah. the time, and it 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 it's allowed me. To step up to these moments. Yeah. Um, you learn so how to fly. You learn how to fly. You got to learn how to fly. But yeah, I remember Big Boy always had a saying, uh, Sketch, don't practice on the air. Mm. Right? Yes. And yes. that's very true. Don't yeah. practice on the air. Now, obviously doing overnights, it's okay to, to kind of practice on yeah, the air. But, you know, but yeah. you don't want to practice on the air ever. Yeah. It's like just you, you, you save it all and you, you give it your all. It your and if all, you fuck man. up, then yeah. Right. But don't practice at all. That's and that's. I think that still goes today. And people with Vox Pro pre-recording, I get it. if you can't be in two places at once. Right. Obviously, you can't. Um, and that's a new thing. Vox Proing, and for people, the person listening who isn't in radio, Vox Pro is a recording platform right, right. that that a lot of ra- standard radio stations use across the country. It's, a, it's recording your vo- voice and the callers, calls, yeah. and it allows you to edit, yeah. play it back. And all this cool stuff on the fly. Right. And um, that's what we're recording this podcast into exactly. right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Vox Pro. <laughs> Hopefully they sponsor your next podcast. I, I wish. There Imagine. Um, Sketch Pro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I want to talk about too, when you eventually get the, now Homegrown goes on the air yeah. within that weekend. Uh-huh. You go on, you do your mess ups, blah, blah, blah. You, you learn from it. Yeah. And then what happens? How does it grow, Homegrown mm-hmm. into into being on the air together. When does that happen? So, when is it official? So, I mean, it was official on the weekends okay. for some time after he, after right. Doc gave us the blessing. But then it went to weeknights. But it went to weeknights mm. and that was a, another call was just like, hey, so we're thinking about, you know, putting, putting, first of all, Doc calls me like, yeah, so there's an opportunity that's come up I love his opportunity. A full time, and now mind you, this whole time, and even from the beat to K Day to working at Real, I've only I've worked part time this whole time, right? Wow. So I get a call. This is two years ago. Doc Winter's calling. Here we full go. Full time. Here goes. Here goes Doc Winter. Hey, uh, Chuck. Uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> oh, not just at home. You know, enjoying this pandemic. Like that's life. Yeah, there's an opportunity that's coming up right now uh, to do full time. Uh, you interested? Uh. Y- yeah, this is during the pandemic. This is, this is during the pandemic. Wow, this I is, thought it was on before that, but it was on the no, weekend. It was on the weekend. Oh, so we, man. I mean, they they gave us the homegrown stage the first right. year. So it was it was a big big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the first real show. So like people had knew like if you followed the journey of homegrown, people had saw that these guys had started. You know, Chuck had started at, at Long Beach State. I mean, head connected. They did it in an apartment. And now they're on the radio. So that was the story. Everybody's like, oh, shit, this is dope. But they were responsible for, you know, interviewing Kendrick early, oh, Nipsey early. Numerous. A lot of numerous people, right? artists on so the come up. People are looking at our journey and like, yo, this, no. they're championing us, right? Yeah, yeah. So now we're on the weekends, but they say, you know, oh, there's this opportunity. I'm like, Doc, this opportunity. What's going on? Yeah. Like, there's an opportunity. It's knocking. For you, for you to do full time. I'm like, I, absolutely. But. And this is the only time that I actually challenged Doc. I'm just like, mm. but where is it? I'm like, where is it at? Like, cause I, the thing at that moment, I knew I just had a son. I'm not trying to move anywhere. 
I love radio, but at this point, oh, it, where is it at? Where's this? You, did, you didn't think it was in L.A.? No. Oh, you thought he was going to move you out somewhere no. else? No, he says oh. there's an opportunity because, mind you, backstory. He's he's provided opportunities for me to be on air in different markets. I see. So, I see. And a lot of these are remote from. from I'm here, but he right. says, look, there's an opportunity, right? For a full time, and that's a gig. vague, vague thing. Very vague yeah. and very dark. <laughs> he said, there's a full time opportunity yeah. for you to yeah. do to to do radio. Like. That's amazing. This is what I've been working for. But Doc, I'm not, not going to lie. But where is where, it? Where is it at? Right. And what does he say? In your hometown. <gasps> God damn it. Doc, are you serious? You have a chance to be on LA radio during the week? Yeah, God. Like, you've you worked. And the thing that you he You earned it. Is, in, in so many words, that's what he said. He right. said, you've been through so much shit. Yeah. I've been through literally working part-time, but getting a lot yeah. of hours, yeah. right? To my hours getting uh, cut from... Let's just say 40 hours to four hours. Oh. Finding that out right after I know I'm about to have a son. Oh, my God. So it's like I'm sharing all this news with people like, yo, I'm about to have a son. And by the way, yeah. I'm not taking it personal. I understand there's budget cuts. I understand that this is all I get it. I understand. But my bills got to get fucking paid. Yeah, man. You got to survive. I got a son. Yeah. And I just quit my job <laughs> that had been there for me all this time. So it's like I don't have that safety net as I did before. Right. So all of these things are happening. I'm saying that to say that Doc found a way and he always does this. He, he found a way for me to get opportunities in, in other markets, right? So that's why I'm in 50 markets. As yeah, right I wanted now. to ask you about it that. It so, off because of that. Because and, and where are you at now? Can we name some of the markets you're I mean, in currently? Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in Philly. I'm in uh, Nashville. I'm in Detroit. Damn. It's a lot. That's awesome. There's a man. lot of and it's an amazing Did you sign things. a contract? Not for that. I see. Not for that. It's, so that was that was the those are the things that were, were getting me by right. at the time when my my hours got cut. Yeah. So it's like, hey. It made up for it. Yeah, it was like this market, right. this market, we're gonna put you over here, put you on custom, put you on format center, and for people that don't understand, it's basically in just different markets so right. you can work from home. Right, right, right. It's um, voice tracking. It's, it's what EJ does. Exactly. It's what RAF does. It's part of what people do in the iHeart universe. Yeah, yeah. But voice tracking is part of the gig now, which is awesome, though, because you're in these different markets right. and you're recording from home. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Vox Broad home? No, I don't. What do you use? I use a Rodecaster. Are they all hip-hop markets? They are. There's there's a couple of them that are classic hip-hop, but for the most part, it's all hip-hop. Yeah. Everything's hip-hop. Everything's is, hip-hop. And you're, um, do you, would you want to work in other formats, or you think you're only... I've, I've done I've done the uh, R&B, the... Uh, like adult... Uh, adult uh, AC. Yeah, uh, uh, urban AC. Urban AC. Urban yeah, AC. That's the technical yeah. radio term for urban it. Urban AC. I've done a couple of markets there, but it's just been like fill-in work, but... I for sure can yeah. do it, but I just don't think that I would, I don't have the love for it. Right. Like for right. Me, a lot of my shit is driven from the passion. Like mm-hmm. even with, you know, radio and, 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 you know, a lot of people saying radios are dying to some aspects. It's not what it used to it's be. It's not what it used to be. You're right about that. It's not the same mystique mm. it used to have right. back in the day. So let me ask you with your podcast, where can people, if they're not familiar, mm-hmm. uh, I'm surprised if anybody's listening to my podcast and you don't know about Chuck Dizzle's podcast, that's just at absolute blasphemy. Stop where where do smoke where do you <laughs> Where do you have your podcast it's, at? It's pretty much everywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah. Apple, obviously Spotify. Um it's on SoundCloud, you get the iHeart app. Of now course. you're on iHeart, right? What's funny is that we get a lot of plays on the iHeart app. The Sketchomatic Show podcast is only on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. and a handful of others because I go through Anchor by Spotify. Okay. Right? No. Shout out to 
Anchor. Yeah. I wanted to get it on the iHeartMedia or iHeartRadio yeah. app. Yeah. But you have to go through this other or a few other different uh, platforms that stream, that, that put your podcast, publish your podcast. Uh-huh. And those cost money. And true. I'm like, listen, yet. I'm Not balling yet. on a budget. Right, right, right. I'd rather do it for fr- get it for free. Yeah. And the other ones, they'll delete it unless you're paying a subscription. They delete it after 90 days, but it'll really? go on. And then you have to be accepted by iHeart to get onto iHeartRadio. Mm. That's what I heard. No, I, no, no, no. I don't know. How go, does it work? Go on Spreaker right now. You can make an account on Spreaker. I mean, you, you have to pay. But I, what I would say is mm. if whenever you get to the point where you feel like you can pay, right. put it on there. But right. you have your rss feed that you can plug yeah into yeah that's what i do with apple Podcasts. Yeah, i just so. i just copy the link and it goes put it in there you I still see. have it and, yeah. and, and you still have an archive of all your right. shows so the shit will go up and if you if it changes yeah it doesn't delete them automatically right so it's like i, I would i would go that route mm-hmm. whenever you're ready to take it i'm not gonna say to the next level but right when, you when you're trying to be, to, when you want it yeah. to be available on there and then you know you get sponsored hopefully i'll get a sponsor or you something will. like you know but with all these compelling stories bro yeah I, it's it's gonna happen i hope so i mean and i put a lot of, i i'm sure you haven't had a chance to check no, out the I, podcast I've, yet i've heard oh episode i think one and two i remember the buster rhymes oh episode. yeah that was oh, just me God. though talking i didn't have guests and i would talk to myself on the phone remember like i did a couple hey, of those bits where i'm like there was one i feel like there was one uh, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm just blanking. Maybe it was the, there was the a trailer. One. There was a trailer before that. You probably heard. It was as a well. trailer. It was seven episode minutes. one. Yeah, so that's what it was. Essentially, you kind of heard a, an episode and a half, gotcha, right? Okay. Because the trailer wasn't really counting, mm-hmm. and that was me just trying it out. Are you familiar with John Frost? Remember how we talked to you about John Frost, the imaging guru yeah, from K Rock, who now runs Fast Bites online, and he does imaging for Alt ninety eight seven, and he's the voice of KFI. Fuck. Okay. And he was like my ultimate inspiration when it wow. came to image him and eric edwards who was the voice of power 106 wow. i think he still is the voice of power 106 those guys were just imaging like they were like gods God, to me yeah. they, they were like superheroes yeah. how do they do this yeah. stuff but trailer in episode two mm. really consisted of me talking about my radio experiences and then talking to myself on the phone over myself mm. and that's a john frost technique oh got like it, got it. he would do that in promos where he would become different people yeah but he would be like he, he did this thing about a scream the scream movie and he's like hello sydney oh no this is bob with the inside newspaper with all new metropolitan <laughs> section oh what's your favorite scary movie bob oh well we have all new sports section and then like yeah. i want to see what your insides look like hello sydney uh this isn't sydney what Hi, my name is Bob. I'm with the Daily News. Do you get the paper? What's your favorite scary movie, Bob? Because we're having a special right now. I want to see what your insides look like. Oh, the first thing you'll notice is a completely new metro section. That wasn't what I meant. Sports? And that, to me, was... It was so mysterious. Like, obviously, it's editing. Yeah. But I'm like, how does he make it sound like he's cutting himself off? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. so bizarre. And... and uh, Phil Hendry, and then there was other, like, on-air guys. Stern does it, too, where uh-huh. he talks as his mom. Oh my God, Howard, your father rubbed my <laughs> vagina. Oh, mom, what are you doing? And he'd cut himself off. And yeah. it sound, but he's doing it live on yeah, the air. Yeah. Phil Hendry would do these live calls on and KFI. That's the shit that I, yeah. I, I grew up yeah. listening to Me shit too. like that, yeah. man. Uh, I mean, even obviously, Big Boy, but, but, but John London in the house party. I used yeah. to listen to all that shit, man. And it just, it's funny that you say that these people are gods to you. And I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke, bro, but like, yeah. that's how I view you. Oh. Really? In in a sense of like, I mean, the, that's preposterous. No, the no. way the, how 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 technical you are. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, yeah, and, and like the passion that you have for this. I remember. I don't. Even, I don't know if you even remember this. At the time when you told me to record that shit. Yeah. 
The ice cube thing? The ice cube yeah. thing. West side. I don't know what machine you were working on. Oh, the Orban Odyssey. My yes, fucking yes. God, this shit looked like an alien. Yeah, the, the, the editing bay. Now, mind you, I'm on my basic ass. I'm on Cool Edit Pro at the house. Yeah, right? Just yeah. on the laptop. On or, the laptop, yeah. chopping shit up. Yeah. And that's that's how I cut my, my demos, my, yeah, yeah. my airdrops. Yeah. But to see you work on that motherfucker. Oh, man. I saw you the same way people looking in amazement when they come up and see me working on Vox Pro. Right. That's how I looked at you doing. What's the name? What's the uh, it's called Orban Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking that thing was that, that was the machine that Eric Edwards was on when I got to power. They had the, the one before that was called the DSC Seven Thousand, which mm. is a crazy like geeky techno name, right? But it only had eight tracks. And the Orban Odyssey, same, same company, they made Orban, and the guy's name was Bob Orban. That was the wow. guy who invented okay. it, right? And I ended up eventually owning three of those fucking editing bays. And now brand new, those editing bays cost like $17,000. It's like buying a new car. Back then, it was the standard. And they would always break down, but the wheel that had, you could, and that's what Vox Pro, I think, mimics is the Orban Odyssey. It has only two tracks, Mm -hmm. but the wheel that you can spin is very alloy. It's a jog wheel, but it's the same. And I remember Orban Odyssey had the patent to that and nobody could copy it. Everybody who put out a wheel had, it had a click in it or something. It didn't have that alloy wheel, but that those things would always break down. You had to buy a new one, but eventually I merged over to pro tools, which was a feat in itself. I didn't want to do it for years. And I remember Johnny Barbo over shout out to Johnny Barbo. Um, my production uh, colleague when we worked at big boys neighborhood together at Mm -hmm. power, he was like, sketch, so what did you, uh, what are you editing on? I was like, Orban. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, bro, he's like, that thing's like a fucking dinosaur, man. It's like Atari. You know that there's a new thing called Xbox out. And I'm like, well, what are you knocking? It's, I'm like, John Frost. He's, he's like, yeah, John Frost, John Frost. He's going to merge to Pro Tools. And I remember asking John, are you merging? He's like, I'm trying. Oh, Everybody was trying God. to merge to Pro Tools. And eventually Johnny showed me just the basics mm-hmm. of what I needed to know. And then I took it from there. But he showed me the compression. He showed me, he was like, dude, I was like, how do you get the waves to move around? Like, he's like, sketch it, shuffle. What the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, you know these God. things. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. but I don't know them on Pro Tools. Pro Tools right. But eventually I learned it, and but it took a while, man. And now we're here, and now I could never go back. I even tried to go back and edit on the Orban say, Odyssey. I, I remember I try, I hooked it up in my, in my home studio probably back in 2010, and I had my Pro Tools, and I had my Orban Odyssey, and it was so loud. <laughs> it sounded like a jet. <laughs> and it would get so hot in my apartment. <laughs> With this podcast, Chuck, and with everything, with Ice Cuba, all everything, just like with you, all those variables that came into play in your life, right, that, that eventually got you here. Mm-hmm. For me, my my variables were, well, for one, big boy, period, for end of sure, story. Like, sure. if I didn't know big at the age of 12 years old, and him being like my big brother before he became famous, he was always famous to me, just mm-hmm. because he, even if he never became famous... He'd still look like a celebrity. Yeah. What's so crazy is that, again, going going by radio and Mystique and all this. Yeah. I listened to Big Boy my whole life. Yeah. Right? But never met him until I got here. Really? I've never. I, I is that right? I have never seen him in the street. Not even in person, I, like in an I, appearance. He's always, he's been accessible. Right. We just never crossed paths. Interesting. So I for me. You for no. sure, like met him at a function or no, something. never. Wow. I ran into Fuzzy more than I ran into Big. So meeting Big when I got here was just like, oh. Right. Shit. Well, for one. Head telling me that Big heard my air check was I know that's insane. Mind blown. I want to quickly dive into that. So he just he head he's here now, right? He's at real yeah. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Big is is 
just starting his show uh-huh. and Real's just starting. Mm-hmm. And so they they introduce each other, they they meet each other, and then what does Head do go? Hey, can you listen to this big? Like, what does he do? That's the thing. I don't don't know how that happened, but I believe that what was going on Mm -hmm. was they were having, you know, having powwows in the hallway. So it was like shooting the shit, shooting the shit and, and, and making a, making a statement with the station. Big is coming over here. He's bringing big, right? right? Big is bringing the neighborhood. He's doing his shit. But we have to back it up with different personalities right. and things like build the station out. Yeah. So I'm thinking they have it. They're having a powwow, and a part of the conversation was, "Yo, we need to bring that's people even better. Over it's here. organic, yeah." And 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 I think that was a part of the conversation. Yeah. It was like, "Hey, I'm here. Here's my boy. Check that's this how out. it should be done, man." And I mean, and, and I I, I got to give, and I don't think I don't know if I've ever. I think I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've thanked Big numerous times for right. that. You thank him again. And I always thank him, do. I'm, I'm going to thank him again <laughs> yeah. on this podcast yeah. just for that moment because had he not co-signed it, right. who knows where I would be. Exactly. And that's how I feel about the same thing. If I didn't have Big in my life, this podcast wouldn't be happening right yeah, now. If absolutely. I didn't have in my life, I wouldn't be working in radio. Maybe eventually I would have gotten there if I yeah. would have stayed on that. But you see, Big was such a major component Mm -hmm. that propelled me in that trajectory you see like the djing Mm -hmm. was because of him now i grew up wanting to be a dj because of a dj ralph who was a family close family friend and he had a lot of dj equipment i was a little boy but i was too young but then by 12 years old middle school was it seventh grade now i know i can work this stuff Mm -hmm. but i need to, to know how then big boy comes in and he's and he's fuller than life he's yeah. singing songs yeah. at teen at the teen center dances playing like Belle Biv DeVoe and then at the end of the dance to get people to leave he'd play uh like Farmer in the Dell oh, like a Disney yeah, song yeah, yeah, and the kids just start dancing he'd go okay all right yeah dance your way out of the <laughs> thing <laughs> this party's over That's so big he's like I'm not yeah. going 10 minutes over what yeah I, what I loved about finally meeting him after all these years it was like Oh, he's exactly the same person yeah. on and air like, and off air. That yeah. I, I couldn't wish for a greater experience. I it's know. Like, oh, I man. know. You're 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 very fortunate, as am I, to have that connection because I feel like not only did he change my life, but he changed countless people's lives mm-hmm. just by his very existence. Yeah, for and, which sure. is wild to me because it's it's rare that the, just like Howard Stern, just like like other, you know, like uh, who is the morning show. Like you said, John London, John but I didn't know that guy, but oh no, like the Baker boys. That's Baker what I want to bring. Yeah, yeah, Baker yeah. boys single-handedly changed power one Oh six to what it is today. Absolutely. Period. Yeah, yeah. Like it was LA's, it was LA's hottest dance music before yeah, that. You're right. You know, you're and right. they played top 40 they were, they were competing against kiss. Yeah. You know, and then the Bakers came and we're like, Hey, we got to play towards a 16 year old Latina female demographic mm. that are having their quinceañeras in their parents' backyard. Wow. That's got to be our audience. Wow. And that's when they flipped in there and played, eat, you know, they play like house music and mixed with hip hop, but it was party. Yeah. And then that just changed everything. It oh, changed that's... everything. Yo. And they brought in Richard Vision. They brought in E Man. Yeah. They brought in Vice. They brought in Big Boy. I remember when Big Boy was in the afternoons. I remember, I remember when he was at nights. Oh, he was at fuck, nights. You're right, you're right, you're right. He was even on overnights Jeez, at one point. Yeah, that's, I, he I just got, never did middays. I got I got tuned into him around. I think he was on either two to maybe no no it had to be six to ten. Yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. not that's technically nice. Right? Yeah, it's six yeah, to yeah. ten. So six to I remember listening to him from six to ten, yeah. and then obviously the afternoons. The it was like the afternoons was was one of the better times I remember because I worked at Groove Radio at the uh, time and I was on promotions team wow, just like you and I was yeah. I would ride, drive the van to the owner's house in Mandeville Canyon oh up at, like near uh, PCH Pacific uh-huh. Coast Highway out here in Cali <laughs> and. 
I would, and it would be around two or three. He'd come on, and he'd come on with the KP, KP yeah. with the, the nine hundred number. <laughs> and I remember I would sing along, and I would just dream of being able to work with. Him. I already knew him, yeah. But by then he was famous. He was on the air. He yeah. was a LA fucking rock star. Yeah, he man. still is. Yeah, but this is sure. the beginning. Again, this is when things weren't as accessible. Right. Like the only there was no social media. There's no social media. This is your form of information. Yeah. There was no internet. internet. That was it. This well, there was internet. No, it was but internet. it was there was it was ninety seven. It just didn't dial up. <laughs> dial up. There was what was it called? DSL. Yeah, man. I remember when you say DSL to people, they'd be like, "What?" what? Yeah, it was a, a very derogatory term. We know that. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay. So I want to close up with this drink of choice. You never were able to tell me about your drink of choice when you were drinking. What was your your go to? Uh, it just depends on the moment and the mood, right? Mm-hmm. So. Were you yeah. more of a vodka guy? So I was. I was more, honestly, I was more of a beer drinker. Uh, me too. I was, Stella. I, I like Blue Moon. Oh Blue yeah, Moon I did Blue Moon for a was while. My shit. Yeah. Hard liquor. It was a uh, French Connection, which is uh, so it's vodka. No, right? no, 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 no. It's cognac. And... I'm thinking of Grey Goose. A French Connection is a cocktail made with equal parts of cognac and. Amaretto. Amaretto. Liqueur. Yes. Oh, how could I forget? Isn't that stuff flammable? Probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, it is. Yeah. My, um, yes. Yeah. College story. But it's so tasty, friend. though. Yeah, yeah, it is good. I remember um, those. And I used to, for a quick second, I used to like Southern Comfort for a little bit. And then I was Southern Comfort out for like the first, like, college for like a, a year two years and after that i never had that shit. did you ever experience like a belligerent drunk or did you become like blackout did you uh, ever get yeah. a little violent it, 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 not, never violent i was always always a happy drunk um mm. i've had stages of each um mm-hmm. where i've wanted to fight mm-hmm. very 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 little of that like that that probably happened maybe like one or two instances people can have those stories of, of, of that happening i was the happy drunk right. but i also again going back to your point as far as like uh, those that are of age that drink right understand that your tolerance changes as you get older oh yeah so the things that i could do in college knocking back multiple shots i couldn't do that right years later yeah, so it was like, I, I, would, I would i would black out i yeah. would not remember i would yeah. be like oh shit how did i get home right little, uh, little the worst that i hate hated those moments yeah and, um so yeah those those were my moments that led up to the dui that led up to the head saying hey look Right. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. Or you need to stop because you're sounding like this on the radio. Man, so it's like, man. yeah, my tolerance changed, and that was like one of the telltale signs of like this isn't going to get. It's like, hi, I'm a red flag. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah and the universe is trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you something, and it's like I, I've had some crazy moments, and I, I'll say that for the next time. But right. it's like those are my way. My that was those are supposed to be the wake up moments that I didn't listen to. So again, bring it back to head having that that conversation with yeah. me. I'm like, I have all these things to lose at this moment. I don't want to take that. For me, a sip, literally a sip, I don't want to jeopardize that off of a sip. Right. It's, not, it's not worth it anymore. Me neither. I don't know if I actually talked about this yet on the podcast, but this is personal to me. That was really a changing moment, just like with you. You shared it with me. I'll share this with you. After my mom passed, I kept partying, kept doing coke, mm-hmm. right? And that was my drug of choice. Yeah. After a while, I would just do coke. Mm-hmm. Never crack, yeah. never heroin, right, right. never any other. I wasn't even into shrooms that much because it was too wild wow, for me. Yeah, I have yeah. a crazy imagination and everything. You didn't need it. Yeah. It just, I didn't, I was too much. Yeah. But Coke was fun, right. but the fucking hangover. And then you had to keep doing it. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not familiar with the hangover of Coke. No, ones. you never did it. And I'm, I'm proud of you. For so that. What, what is the hangover? Uh, it's a hollow well feeling. Mm. It's almost like impending doom. It's like the same with like alcohol sort of, mm. but in a more 
anxious way. Alcohol, you feel like just death. So right? is it is it physical pain? Yeah, um, not physical pain. It's more of like uh, it's like alcohol. You're dehydrated mm-hmm. and you feel sick, nauseous. Yeah, but you got that headache, right? And you got the headache. Mm-hmm. But then you notice how with alcohol hangovers, they kind of come in waves. Mm-hmm, it'll like, it'll go down, and you're like, oh, I feel better. Right, and then boom, ten minutes later, you're like, you again. oh, like you got to sit still. You got to mm-hmm. sit down. Mm-hmm. If you, I don't know if you take aspirin. I take Excedrin when I'd have those crazy mm-hmm. headaches, and that always helped. But then with alcohol, I mean with Coke, you, there wasn't really any no Excedrin you yeah. could take. You could take an Advil, <laughs> right. but you had to eat. You had to sleep. Uh, that was the only cure. And if you were scared to go to sleep, that was the worst yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, what if I don't wake up? Right. I'm going to have all these phone taps to edit. So. <laughs> Come on. Who's gonna edit? Who's, who's gonna, gonna edit, edit the, the fucking, fucking LA song, man? No, <laughs> they need me. Yeah, Damn. but uh, you know, I got I got to wrap this up. We yeah. went two hours. I'm, is this your longest show? Uh, for sure. Fuck, for sure. But you know I'm what? Sorry, this is man. very compelling. Um, don't apologize. Dude. I apologize to you nah. for one the ice the, the the blowing up at you at one hundred point three. The beat. Stop apologizing. And, I, and I'm We're sorry good, for keeping bro. you here for so long. But I really am bro. excited to have you on for this amount of time because. I mean, this was more of a very personal podcast yeah. episode. This was this for was sure. a catch up for us as well, man. Yeah. We haven't seen each other yeah. in a while, so it was good to just reconnect and just talk about these old stories, bro. And just it's great to kind of just relive these moments. And again, yeah. it, it shows me why I'm doing what I do now. Yeah, and I love like I just I love it. I love and it. It didn't feel like that fucking no. Long, it goes bro. by quick, yeah, man. It does, sure. and that's why I, I I hate to take up people's time with the podcast and go, hey, can you carve out an hour of your time? But when we do it, it's yeah, it's like boom, it's it's, it's already yeah, over. Yeah. And you know, if we were in therapy, which I do feel like this is a podcast <laughs> therapy, therapy, yeah, low key. It's like we would I would have been like, oh, our time is uh, up. That's a session. You know? <laughs> now we went we went a little over, and that's fine. But yeah. you know what, man, I appreciate you no, again, Chuck you, Dizzle. I love you, man. Love I'm you so too, glad man. you're here. And, yeah. And, you know, we're, we're homies for life. Likewise, and, brother. you know, shout out to your family and congratulations on the, the birth of your son. Yeah. How old is he now? He is four. Wow. Can I give you a, a Sketchomatic exclusive? Are you ready? Here we go. The Sketchomatic, Sketchomatic Show Podcast exclusive. exclusive. Now, okay. <gasps> Baby number two in the way. <laughs> Baby number two in March. Oh my God. I don't, honestly, I don't know when we're gonna fucking announce it. We've we've been telling people. Is this here this and is there, the exclusive? Then this, this is, is the, it. This is Doc the, doesn't even know. I Loki told Doc. I told Doc and what I saw did, him last week. What did Doc say? He yeah, said, as Doc, please. <laughs> that is Doc. This is the only time I actually seen. Whoa, whoa. That was his moment of excitement. <laughs> yeah, man. as he's lifting weights. Right. <laughs> Wow. He's lifting the desk. Nah, man. Yeah, baby number two on the way. Do we know what the sex is? Boy, another boy. It's another boy. Do we know the name? I have no I have no idea. Can't be another Charles. Can't be another Charles. We can't do Charles. I'm not gonna be like George Foreman. What what George Foreman? George, he named the, two all of his kids. Kid, all of his kids is like George, George number one, Georgina. Two, Georgina. Yeah, oh my all, god. No, 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 none that. of that. I'm not doing that. Well, what, it what might be with a, a, it's gonna be with a C though, I think. What I could a female Charles name be? Because uh, there's like Francesca, I you mean, know. Technically, I think Charlotte or Charlotte. Char- right. yeah, yeah, I like guess that. that's the closest. Yeah. Right? You don't I have to worry about that. It's all right. right. Well, whatever the name and when in March? March. March. The when is it, do you know when this episode is going to drop? It, this is this weekend, Saturday. This Saturday. Okay. So, so yeah, you better. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, oh, and we got to follow each other on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, for sure. And, are you on TikTok? Find I am. It should be. Uh, oh yeah, I follow you. I follow you. Just at Chuck Dizzle. You could find it anywhere. I think it might be. I am Chuck Dizzle on TikTok. But either way, just even if you just Chuck type Dizzle. in Chuck Dizzle, yeah, it brings up. It it knows, man. I, I love it, dude. I love you, Chuck, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank God, I'm so excited right now. It, man. This is going to be an epic editing session oh, for me because yeah. I'm going to put in a bunch of clips Ooh. and a bunch of little pieces 
pieces, you know, and and, and keep it like fun and yeah, moving. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I, I can. I'm long winded. I can talk. No, yeah. all over the place, man. No, it's okay. I, I it's long winded is what it's about. That's there what the go. podcast free form is. But added with my radio structure oh, and your radio structure, be fucking fire! Come on now, let's get it. Can man. I get a closing up? Big ass W and play it again. Big ass W, play it, play that, play that shit again. West Side, baby. Chuck Dizzle. Peace. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The Sketchomatic Show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, SA. Okay, bye. Woo.